Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. Hi. 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 Tabua. Tabua. Aub. What about Aub? Cool, neat story. Was that supposed to be funny? There's local politics, bud. I got a little taco meat on my chest. Let's get the pumping. I know Clip said he, he packed us in, so I'm just glad that I can prove Clip on. Got him. Strike three. It's all over. The Pirates are dancing, and they'll have a home regional in Greenville, North Carolina. A lot of people just see what we do on the field. They don't see the hours at 5 in the morning and the hours when it's 100 degrees out in Greenville. They don't see all that. So just seeing it finally pay off is just really awesome. Our guys are tough as nails. They've continued to show up when nobody else believed in them. I'm just so daggone proud of them. It's going to be fun. We, we, in the, we in the fig. I mean, everybody going to be loud. I'm going to be loud with them. I'm screaming too. Like, yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's do this. You ready for this? I am. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to Pirate Radio Live on a Tuesday, Super Regional Week in Greenville, North Carolina. Clip Brock here in the Pirate Radio Studios on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We're on 1250, 930. You can find us online, PR927FM.com and Watch the show and be a part of the show on Facebook Live and on YouTube as you can watch us there and comment with a question, concern, whatever you got as we head into a huge weekend in Greenville, North Carolina. We got Shirley Rhodes, Chandler Honeycutt, CJ Schaefer, in, and in studio with me, Troy D. and Ellerby to kick off this Tuesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Coming up later on in today's show, we'll hear a familiar voice, annoying to some, pleasurable to others tyler feldman will join us on the show who has he ever been pleasurable to i'm sure a few you sure i'm positive who well his mother oh okay yeah are are you hurting feldman's feelings no i was just wondering i just think that's a stretch feldman's feelings coming up make sure you hold every word i say accountable and i'll do the same for you during this hour uh <laughs> repeat tyler, the intro to tyler tyler feldman yeah let me get through this sorry sorry because I, I thought yeah. you were talking about troy the way you're <laughs> the uh, the familiar sorry. voice annoying voice <laughs> pleasurable to himself yes <laughs> tyler feldman formerly of witn7 moved out to texas and has been covering the Longhorns and, and other teams and schools there. And he will join us to give us a Texas preview, Troy did. Horns down, buddy. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, we, I we, wonder how many Texas fans will make the journey. Let I'm, me get through this before right. we. I'm just running down Sorry, the list. Sorry. Go ahead, Cliff. All right. But anyway. Brian Bailey, 430, Bryce Williams at five. So, Troy, what would you like to discuss? How many Texas fans do you think will be here? Well, I think they'll sell say their allotment. So, yeah. it's six for the allotment. You think they go it, under? Uh, no, oh, I thought it was four. I'll say, I say they cap their – they'll have six then. 600. And I think there will be some people from eastern North Carolina who are born I, Texas fans yes. that will find a way too. I know some friends at the beach that w- went to Texas that may come in for the game. I think they could get close to 1,000. It's possible if they could get the tickets. Possible. It's a very tight ticket. One dollar, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Just about sold out from uh, officials I've talked to today. That's awesome. There may be a couple here or there. Is there a deadline Just, today? Five o'clock today. To, it, to, to order your all-session pass. If you're a Pirate Club member, yeah. season a ticket season ticket holder, or a student. And then if there are any available 
at 9 a.m. on Wednesday, they will be open yeah. for the general public. So I think they're waiting for those final orders to come in from the season ticket holders and Pirate Club members. And my guess is, guys, there's really – I'd be stunned if there's anything left, uh, quite honestly, and I'm hearing hardly anything. Here, here's my thing, Pirate Nation, with the way technology is, I've seen so many TVs out in the jungle, out in the uh, lot behind the tower. I mean, get out and tailgate and soak up this super regional atmosphere. Do you, if you don't have a ticket, it doesn't matter. Let's let's take over the athletic complex and just get a couple thousand people outside the stadium just going nuts. What do you think, Clip Rock? So you won't what now? <laughs> I, I, I was reading something. I, just I was, get a bunch of people just to go tailgate. Oh, just encouraging people to riot, it sounded like. To no, me. I I just get out and tailgate. Enjoy. And, and all, everybody, if your kid is graduating high school, you should be tailgating that as well. So all of y'all be outside. Now that's going to be, i got to be honest, a logistical nightmare for our friends <laughs> yeah. in operations at ECU. Because not only do you have a major sporting event going on with the Super Regional at max capacity, you have high school graduations going on Friday and I believe part of Saturday. Or is it all Friday? I'm not sure. I know it's definitely Friday while the game's going on. Um, Which that event usually packs Minji's Coliseum. Absolutely. It's some of the largest crowds Minji's More so all, than basketball All games. year. Yeah. No question. So there is going to be... You want to talk about traffic and uh, just... I don't want to say confusion, but just a... Really a... I mean, imagine a, a championship basketball game going on at the same time a championship baseball game going on that's basically what you have happening two full events in mingy's and at ecu with people who I mean, usually don't go to mingy's and don't know where to park correct and, and all the ins and, and then outs. throw in another thousand texas fans that may or may not be here that don't know where to go or yeah what i mean do. basically i mean they put they've put fifty thousand in a football stadium before so i think five to six thousand in mingy's and five to six thousand at clark leclerc is, is pretty it just seems more though like when you put these events together then that's because you're over and then you've got all the people you're talking about that aren't even going in the game i'm yeah. just encouraging another couple thousand <laughs> to be outside you know can can we get a couple thousand people outside probably so i mean there's a lot of people that show up that don't but, go to the game but itself. you're right there is you know the stadium if it's a full event could hold fifty thousand, and people figure out a way to park there but you know they're always going down the whole neighborhood all the way down Elm Street, you know. So is there a problem? I'm, I'm just saying, I think it's going to be like, if you're not gonna going be to either one of these events, I'd stay away from the area. You know, Troy, you, maybe you should be here on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm hungering I'm down. Stress, gonna stress I'm you hungering out. down in the jungle. I'll be fine. All I right. Might spend the night. So big crowd, big doing, yeah. super regional in Greenville. Man, what a day on Monday. How about Bryson Worrell with the freaking catches? The bomb. I mean, is that guy just I know he's your your favorite guy. Yes. You were jealous at the I, and Listen, listen. I was he was my favorite guy preseason. I was telling you, this guy is, looks like a freaking major league baseball. Like if you took the lineup of the team and you said who looks the part, he looked the part. He was a freaking stud. Now it's taken this last couple months where he has really risen to the occasion and now he plays the part too. And I tell you, his stock once again is up big time. Um, I was reading an article out of Texas today. Let me pull it up. Uh, I sent it to a buddy that I was talking with about draft status and stuff. Um, and it says uh, Bryson Worrell is also considered one of the top Major League Baseball prospects in all of college baseball this year. That was from a uh, Hookums website. Okay. I'm just saying, it's stock, that's 
Definitely. High praise. I mean, it for can't Laurel. get much higher right now the way he's been playing. As the articles field. quoted Troy D about his. <laughs> yeah. his and his I said, get the, get the man a cape. That was he doesn't need one. He flies without it just fine. I mean, he, he was just making amazing plays. Great day at Clark LeClaire Stadium. And uh, I think everybody's a little bummed about the Nooners yeah. for, for Friday and Saturday. It's uh, good news, bad news in a way. I mean, uh, what all the good- biggest events at EC Athletics have to happen at noon? I mean, think about it. The Peach Bowl, I think the Peach Bowl was like 11 a.m. Well, that wasn't here. I know, but that was still like a, a, a noon slot. You've got NC State, East Carolina coming up, noon slot. You've got East Carolina, Texas now, noon slot. Why do we have to play all our damn games at noon, Clip? And why are you so happy about it? Happy about it. I see you smirking. I don't want to be here on Friday. I tried to not be here on Friday, <laughs> but y'all are forcing me to be here on Friday. Yes. I'd rather it be at night so I could go to the damn game. See? I'm not happy about it. All right, me neither. Okay, good. There will be armed security to keep you here on Friday. I'll be here on Friday, damn it. We will have a watch along. And we're gonna have a good time. At, on ESPN two. If you're if you're not able to be at the damn game. Like damn clip. It's a multi-screen experience. You can uh, watch the game with him on our uh, watch along and then uh, our 10th inning call-in show. Yeah, we'll be here uh, all day Friday. And uh, I, yeah, I don't know. Like, Here's the lineup for Friday. So East Carolina and Texas will get it kicked off, basically, coming up on Friday uh, at noon. And yeah, this schedule LRB gave me is not good. I need you to just got to add an hour. Yeah, Central but it's but, not hard. but it's not in order. Like I gotta find. Wait, so Friday, so there's Friday at, at noon. Friday at three. Here we go. Oklahoma at Virginia Tech. Friday at six. Notre Dame at Tennessee. Friday at eight thirty. Louisville and A and M. So those are the four games on Friday. There you go, job, Clipper. I got it on got ESPN two. Oh boy! Above uh, just a e- lot. East Texas is ESPN two. Mm-hmm. Uh, Virginia Tech, Oklahoma is ESPN two. Texas A and M and Louisville, which is the late game, is on the U, and Notre Dame, Tennessee, is on the Deuce. Yeah. So not I, I, is it fair to say not every super regional game is on a net ESPN network? That would Other, be unfair to say. So every super regional game is on a regular network of ESPNs, not just ESPN yeah. Plus. As of right now. Now, what do they do when they get into Sunday if there are game threes? And well, there's multiple games on Saturday, games ones and games twos. Correct. Saturday and Sunday. Right. So, this is just the first day. What? Are, so, <laughs> you want me to go to the Saturday? Yes. Yes. You're not going to remember any of this. You're not going to remember. Don't even do it. Saturday's going to be. Give us, don't give us eight games. <laughs> Troy only needs to be at Clark O'Clair Stadium. Yeah. We got noon Friday, noon Saturday. Yeah, I mean, right. just just watch. That is easy to remember. I just <laughs> what time do you think the game would be, if necessary, Sunday? Seven o'clock. Noon. Oh, damn. It'll be at seven o'clock because they want to keep Clip Brock up late on a work night. <laughs> so he comes in here tired on Monday. Yeah. All right. I like how you're making this about me. Like, I would like a problem. Although at that too. point, Saturday, a Sunday night at seven would be awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. But it'll probably be like. Uh, so they're starting. So LRB, I saw her like Arkansas at North Carolina Saturday at 11 a.m. Ooh, Noon I, is better than 11 a.m. Or is that, did you add That's an hour? Eastern time. Do what? Is it, oh, no, because it's, yeah, so it's 11, yeah, he's right. Because it's 10 a.m. on your sheet, which is central. 
That's how about the that's law, worse than noon. Really how about the, <laughs> yeah. how about the law court fans that have to watch the game at eleven a.m. You know that's a big disadvantage. It's yeah. a big disadvantage to them. They'll probably lose some of their fan base. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, hey, it's nice to be there, regardless of the time. Yeah. Could have been better. All right, super regional what? vibes right now. Answer: Pirates win in how many games? Or Longhorns win in how many games? Well, I have to stay negative. Clip, you got to do it. So you I'm have going, to take one for the team, Clip. I'm going Texas in three. Clip's hooking them. Hook them horns. All right. Troy D. I say it's unlikely because most people wouldn't think it would happen. I say Pirates sweep. Destiny finally happens for this program. The glass ceiling is shattered. ECU to the College World Series in two and done. Two and done. I can't agree with you. So I'll go Pirates win Friday, lose Saturday, win Sunday. How about that? All right. We've all got right. them all. The base is covered here. Save so, it. Someone's going to be right. Someone's going to be wrong. Unless Texas sweeps. Yes. Yes. Chandler. Chandler, you take Texas as a sweep. He's got it. All right. There you go. So we got all the bases covered here. Yeah. Is this, is this like our uh, Kentucky Derby pool? Is, is there any other? <laughs> except, except there's uh-huh. no. Well, kind of because there's no payout with this. So, yes. There, is there any other option? Nobody, like, like the series just gets canceled. Nobody got paid like me, the winner for is, that pool. Is so. anybody going to take a third wave of COVID cancels the series and the, the season's over? So Miami just hosted a regional and there was like a tropical storm, terrible weather going through. Yeah. Do you know what happens if, it say, it rained from Friday to Tuesday? What would have happened? They, the higher seed to, wins, right? Miami advances. Yeah. So. Oh, you mean they don't play the game? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. I did not know that. So I'm rooting for a major think, storm to come through. Wow. I'm, I'm not pro-hurricane, but if there was ever going to be one. Get a tro- those uh, Maybe in. a nor'easter to come up out of nowhere? Yeah. So if it rained the whole weekend and you couldn't play, East you would advance because they're the higher seed. Do we do like a Bull Durham? Like, we need a rain delay. But God, isn't that like, <laughs> I, I mean, look, I'd love to be in the College World Series. But isn't that kind of a crappy way to get there? It's definitely a crappy way to get there. I mean, it's kind of like, but it's a way to get there. I mean, it's kind of like you know. I mean, we, and we had some fun with the military bowl, calling us champions and stuff. But are you really the champion if you didn't get to play? Hoist the colors. <laughs> I mean, they got rings for something for participation. Team. You showed up. We were there. We were invited. Well, we're gonna be there. We're gonna be ready to play. Yeah. Right. So yeah. But I, I'm just saying, I would like to earn it. Where you win. Troy, this is all a joke. It's not going to happen. Yes. No, it's, no, it could, though. It's weather. You don't uh, know. Talk to God. I talk to God every day. <laughs> I doubt that. <laughs> God, why uh, are you doing this to me? <laughs> no, but you said it has happened before. Please to give Miami. me the strength to sit through PR. No, it didn't happen. Oh. I'm saying it, they it had a. Uh, they were wiped out on Friday. Oh, okay. So, like, if that continued... It would have happened. The, uh, the number one seed. And then, like, say... Miami was already eliminated, and two versus three couldn't get their games in. At that point, number two, yeah. whoever it was, would have advanced. Number so, two? Who does number two work for? Mm. Let's question. take a look at the weather ahead of time just to see. All right, Doppler. Because anything's um, possible at this point. It looks like Friday. I don't care about the weather. I can't control the weather. I know you don't want to talk about the weather. All right. I do. Friday, uh, partly sunny skies, partly cloudy, high 88. You're on Atlantic Beach. No rain. Just kidding. <laughs> I thought I was. Saturday. Add? I just had to make it. 60. You didn't make me check. 60%. Maybe look. 60% chance of thunderstorms on Saturday, fellas. That could be our rain delay. 82 degrees. Sunday going to be clear, though. Partly cloudy skies, 84. How about we just went through a whole ass regional without 
Brandon. I can't believe it. It is unreal. Someone told me they said the reason was Joey Perry wasn't there. Whenever Joey Perry's there from the operations side, it rains and he had a conflict and couldn't be there. So, like, Joey Perry brings the rain. On that note, credit to Pirate fans because I can't tell you how many people I talked to Sunday night at the game who blamed themselves for ECU losing because they didn't wear a particular shirt. They're not standing in a spot. There are so yeah. many superstitious Pirate I talked fans. To a guy so that, many people took the blame the other night. I don't want to say who, and it's no one that works with us, but he, he didn't want to change his underwear until ECU like, – while EC was on this winning streak. I'm like, that's kind of gross. Who was it? I'm not going to say. You actually know the guy. Why not? Because I'm not going to out him he on He sounds like a great Pirate fan. I don't have permission to say it, All so right. I'm not going to. I'm just not going to, but I will tell you during the break. But um, I'll say it next second. Not change your underwear for how many weeks? He was trying to win. What do you mean? Like, he wasn't going to. He kept his underwear on the same for the entire win streak. No, he didn't. I'm telling you what I heard. No, he didn't. That's that's like a month. Well, that's what I'm saying. Kind of gross, he right? Talked to a liar, Troy D. No way. He wore. He said he wore the same underwear for a, for a regional. Okay, maybe, but for a month long win. Right. Streak, correct. Nah, he didn't do that. No chance. Okay. Troy's wore Bryson's underwear. <laughs> <laughs> the whole regional. <laughs> He's, he's more of a jockstrap guy than an underwear guy. <laughs> so I've heard. But uh, I, I did love that the other night that so many people, like Trey Haddock, uh, we know him mutually. Yeah, we know Trey. Started the game Sunday in the stands, and I went and talked to him because he was standing on his truck. Uh-huh. And he was like, This one's on me. I started the game in there, came out here. It's probably too late now. Like, and all everybody's being serious. Yeah. Like, I'm the reason. Oh, he's losing. dead serious on that. That's a pretty good Trey Haddock, by the way. Well, yeah. Uh, the boys got to get it done. I'm going to be on my truck tomorrow. <laughs> so I just love that because uh, I'm that way, too. Are you yeah. really? Not to that degree. A lot of people were. I used to be for not being in the booth. Like. I'm convinced fans that there's no superstition that has anything to do with it at this point. Of course not. Yeah. But I got sucked into that last but year. Could it be? <laughs> I think you guys but, are a curse to your NFL teams. I mean, I and, and by goodness, I, I'm starting to blame you guys for ECU basketball. You're the reason y'all are keeping us out of the NCAA. Nah, that term. happened long before <laughs> yeah. I was on this earth. Yeah, there was a jinx put on that thing before. Don't you us. put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby? Oh, yeah. I did see basketball coach Schwartz out there um sunday supporting the i saw all the football coaches were out there yeah i was awesome basketball coaches were out there obviously the baseball coaches were out there well cliff wasn't there sunday night for part of it <laughs> hey look he did for what part the part when he got thrown out troy keep up oh yeah sorry yeah i wasn't paying attention yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey put your facebook down <laughs> watch some baseball in person <laughs> uh so yeah there we are Friday, Saturday. So what I heard y'all discussing the other day is, will this be the biggest uh, sporting event? It's got to be. Boy, whoa, whoa, whoa. That Greenville's ever hosted it, it, on campus was the de- was the debate. Yes, the biggest sporting event ever on campus. Got to be. Is it bigger than the conference championship games? Yes. For football. Yeah, because that's to win a conference. This this punches your ticket to win it for a chance to win a national championship. Basically, going to the you know Final Four, College World Series. I mean, it'd be like punching your ticket to go to i mean i guess if we hosted the american championship game so they're saying that, this that is got bigger us, that, than the north carolina game because uh, in a football. regular yeah, season I, game against a crappy carolina team yeah this, this gives you are you serious i'm just asking yes yeah, yes yeah. i mean if you hosted the college 
football conference championship game that could get you into the Playoffs. college football playoff. Right, like Cincinnati would, did. Yes, I guess yeah. this past year, right. pretty big deal. That, that would be, big, but I think absolutely, this is an opportunity for a chance to win a national championship. Yeah. Now those like the games during that Peach Bowl season. That what was it, like Pittsburgh. Yeah, every, uh, and the, in essence, every game was a playoff game because if they didn't win those games, they would have never been to a bowl. I think you game. could put those in a category, but yeah. like this is the biggest. I don't know if it's bigger than that Pittsburgh game in '91. Jeff Blake two point conversion. I just I don't know, man. I'm not willing to go there with you. You think going this to is, the this Peach is the Bowl biggest, this is will be bigger the biggest, than going to Omaha? This is the biggest baseball moment ever on in the history. You of think going game. to the Peach Bowl is bigger than going to Omaha? Troy, there's a Marriott Marquis in Omaha. <laughs> Uh, fin- I don't know. I'd have to think about that. Well, can I answer it for you? I mean, I, th- <laughs> I, th- I, th- I think the notoriety of, of finishing in the top 10 in football. Yeah, that and, notoriety's and really helped. We're Eastern yes. Carolina from We're, Greenville, South Carolina. We're still talking about it 30, day, 30 years later. No, you, you are. <laughs> that notoriety is nothing right now. No, I do think if ECU could punch its ticket, it would help. I'm not saying clear up all that misinformation from ESPN. Definitely not. It'll but it would it would obviously put ECU on a stage where maybe a few more people recognize East Carolina and the name and the brand that weren't as familiar before. What would you put the odds at clip that if East Carolina makes it to the College World Series in Omaha that ESPN calls this Eastern at some point during a broadcast? Oh, it's going to happen. The minus would be it would be like minus 200 plus one third. Like, so, yeah. what would you it bet? Would, you would bet yes or no? I would bet I'd yes. Yes. 100% yes. Yeah. yeah. I'd probably put a thousand bucks on it. Yeah. It'll probably it'll happen more because we'll have more highlights yeah. and more opportunities to mm-hmm. say the wrong name. Right. Yeah. And if it's not, uh, the guys on the ACC network, I heard were butchering it. You know? Yeah. And you'd think they'd know the ACC network is in this area. Like, it's not the Big Ten network screwing it up. It's the ACC network, for Christ's sake. You know? I mean, I'm. I just kind of whatever at this point. Well, it's going to happen. I mean, these guys cover sports for a living. You'd think they know the name of the team. Like it's not. We're not. We just didn't start playing last year. I mean, ECU has been good in baseball for a long time. I mean, I That's, think Texas is probably this baseball program. Texas is the biggest named university to come play. ECU. Yeah. Oh yeah. In Greenville, I would say so. I mean, it's the first time the two teams will ever play. And baseball, and I might yeah. even say in any sport. Did I see the lineup that if ECU was to win the Super Regional, they'd line up with Notre Dame as their first game? Notre Dame versus the Tennessee winner. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's if they beat Tennessee. You're right. That region. Whoever wins that region. I like the way you think, though. Yeah. Well, I, just Notre saw Dame. I was like thinking Notre Dame would win it, and then I was like, oh, wow, that'd be a cool matchup. East Carolina versus Notre Dame. Why? Because they put their pants on the same way we do? They put their pants on the same way we do! You got Notre Dame beating Tennessee? No, I just thought that'd be a cool match. When if when has East Carolina played Notre Dame? He, he currently didn't have Notre Dame play in Tennessee. <laughs> in football, basketball, or baseball. Have we ever? I don't know. I don't recall. The Golden Domers. Da, 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 you know their head coaches? Da, 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 da. Link Jared. Link Jared. An East Carolina connection. That's right. Didn't think I could do that one, did you, Clip? I did not. You shocked me with that one, this honestly. Is the second day in a row I've shocked you with something. Wow. What'd you give me with There this? was something the other day I shocked you with, and you're like, I did not think you'd know that. Troy's on fire. Troy's uh, firing on all cylinders right now. What do you pay his NASCAR debt to? <laughs> we are even, which, by the way. Oh, are we? Joey Slogano won oh, on Sunday. God. Old Joey. Sliced bread. So, yeah, we're uh, we're all square. All right. uh, good stuff. LRB, you going fishing this weekend? Not this weekend. Well, this past weekend. A lot of people were blaming you Sunday, by the way. Yeah, because I, thanks for showing up. Because I showed yeah. up and they lost. Yeah, 
Exactly. But I showed up the next day and they won. Long Jonathan Silver. (laughs) Long Jonathan Silver. Stay out in the coast. (laughs) Are you trying to show up, Bryce? Well, dang. You know, I mean, not all of us, uh, you know, some of us can do outdoors stuff. (laughs) If there's one outdoorsman here. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) When I think of outdoors, I think of Ellerby. Yeah. So, I I mean, I had a trip planned with my buddies from high school six months ago. This was the weekend. And uh, it was when we could all go, and we went offshore fishing. Talk about a non-believer. Ellerby didn't think they'd host a regional. Well, I mean... In January, I didn't really care what they were doing at that point. I was just now he doesn't care about ECU baseball. Y'all listening yeah. to this? Yes. Wow. Yes, Cliff. Uh, it was. It was. It Are was, you listening, Cliff? It was, it was all. It was. There were dates thrown out, and this was the date that everybody could could get together, and uh, we went offshore fishing, and uh, I caught a fish. How about a that? big, uh, big old fish, a seven hundred pound blue marlin. But, but who's counting? Maybe a week. Early. Who, who weighed it? By the way. Uh, you calling shenanigans? <laughs> I'm just talking to some outdoor people. They were starting to question. Ellery stood bit. on a scale. They said, hey, they said a nice fish, legit catch. But I had a few people question the weight amount. <laughs> it was the same one we <laughs> used for your ex girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> so did you keep it? No, you don't. It was a release. You got to toss. It. We weren't in a tournament, so there was no need to keep and kill a this fish. This was an exhibition. Game. So yeah. you you would boat it if we were in the Big Rock or something right. like that. And to your point, <laughs> Liz wouldn't I, let you hang it in the living room. <laughs> well, that's what people think. People just take a picture of it and then they get like a a, a certificate, a, a mount, uh, uh, like a fiberglass. It's yeah. not. It's never the actual fish that is mounted <laughs> in people's offices and, and houses or whatever. But uh, so I mean, I went by what the captain and the mate told me how big the fish was and. They do this for a living. Yeah, and then added 200. <laughs> and so, I, it, look, no, I'm if, just if, 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 if I I'm wrong, it's, it's, I'm wrong. No, I know. They, do, it, they go by length and width, and they, try, and they so, have a measurement type of deal. So I just went by what they yeah. told me. Yeah. Look, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. If, 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 it's it, great, could, it was a great catch. Could have been good, more. Legit catch. You know, you know, How long I, did it take you to reel it in? It took me an hour and 50 minutes. Yeah. Wow. It was uh, probably one of the hardest things I've ever done, but it was like one of those no-quit situations of like, I just... I was like, man, I didn't realize I was doing it an hour and 50 minutes. Sometimes it t- took, felt like five minutes. Sometimes it felt like five days. But uh, it was an incredible, yeah. credible experience. And uh, look, I don't, I really don't know how big or how long it was and how much it weighed. But it, it was a beast. It was a yeah. workout. I was exhausted. I'm still a little sore today. But uh, shoulders, arms, what? Little back, shoulders. Yeah. You know, the arms with my hand was like I felt like I wasn't sure I was going to straighten out my fingers for a long time because oh, yeah. the the grip on the on the reel. And there's times at the beginning where you reel really fast, and then then you're just doing trying to get a crank there at the end just to just to get it up there. So uh, anyway, for all the big rock people. That big fish, whether it's it's still that out, could be yours. Whether yes. it's seven hundred or two hundred, hey, you know, it could be a could be a good opportunity. Hopefully, they'll find opportunity for somebody. Hopefully, hopefully they'll find it. This That's week. another thing. It's, this weekend, I'm not saying it's screwing up Big Rock, but like I, it starts this weekend. You know, Saturday. someone invited you to go throw up on their boat this weekend. <laughs> yeah, I could have. I could have done it again. It's <laughs> my move. You yes. know, I, I like the picture of Troy. He's got a bucket beside him, yeah. laying on a ca- laying on a couch. As long as I have a bucket, I'm good. You're not the only deep sea fisherman in this yeah. room. Yeah. Warming a case of Bud Light beside him. You know, then he yeah. have it on ice. So. so now I can't do that this weekend. I had yeah. to scrap my plans to visit Dad at the beach. But yeah. you know what? Because I'm putting ECU first. Not everybody can say that. Right. Not everybody wants to. But I will. We appreciate it this yeah. weekend. Thank you. I'm for putting your the pirates first. Land pirate, Troy D. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, take a break. We'll come back. 
You sticking around, Ellery? I can for a little bit. All right. Troy D's here. We're not going. What did he say in the movie? Wait. We We're not leaving. Yeah. Can't say the other stuff he said. Yeah. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back. More to go. Pirate Radio Live on a Tuesday after this. Listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Are you in outside sales and looking for an opportunity to increase your earning potential? Copy Pro has been in Eastern North Carolina for over 45 years and continues to grow each year, and they are in need of more sales professionals with a desire to potentially make a six-figure income. Do you have what it takes? Visit copypro.net today to submit your resume and to learn more. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Brock. Back with you on a Tuesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Coming up later on in today's show, we'll catch up with Tyler Feldman, who's been in Texas for a while now. He'll get us set for ECU and Texas. Give us the Longhorn perspective on this Super Regional coming to Greenville beginning Friday at noon. Brian Bailey, will join us coming up at 4.30. He's been around here a long time. He'll see a Super Regional in Clark LeClaire Stadium for the first time ever on Friday. And Bryce Williams, dang, he's aware that he's using a Super Regional. Is he? He takes me That's about a big it. step in the right direction. So, What's next? Uh, he goes. We'll see. Let's go crazy. We'll I was going to try and do my Feldman impersonation. If you wanted to hear it, if you don't, we don't have to do it. Let's go. All right, no, no, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. One out of one. Well, hello, Clip. Good to hear from you again. How are all the minions in Greenville doing? <laughs> you know, I hadn't it, heard him in so long. I can't recall. Does it sound like something he'd say? He's very, like, kind of over the top yes, with everything. Yes. So, yeah, that could be similar. Isn't it ironic that I'll be back in Greenville? Prepare for my arrival. Is he coming? I have good news, yeah. He's probably not coming. Oh, okay. Good news. So, uh, you won't have to worry about that. No, I, 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 we get along fine. I just thought he was annoying at times on air. Actually, he's a lot nicer in person than on the air. That's our guest coming yeah. up at 4 o'clock today. <laughs> yeah. So tune in. Hey, legit question clip. All right. East Carolina, Texas, are the odds for this game out? And if so, what, what is the betting line on this in Vegas? Checked earlier today. They are not. I did see odds to win the College World Series. Mm-hmm. And Texas is plus 1,000. East Carolina was plus 6,500. Which means, which means Texas is going to be a pretty decent favorite right. to win this series. So if you if you bet, explain, dump it down, explain it to us like we're sixth graders. If you bet a dollar on East Carolina to win the national championship, you'd get what? Six fifty, right? Okay. Six hundred fifty, yeah, or sixty five. Those that's always confusing. Sixty five, yeah. Because if you bet ten, you would win times sixty five. Six fifty. Okay, that's how it works. Yeah. Yeah. So to answer your original question, I haven't seen a line, but Texas is going to be a big going to be now. the favorite. Okay. Virginia was the favorite to win the Greenville Regional. Right. How that work out for you, Cavaliers? So, there you go. Yeah. Any other, sixth, <laughs> any other sixth grade questions we got to get out? Moving no. along. I was just checking. Tennessee, the overwhelming favorite to win the whole thing. Texas, I think, was like third in line, which they're the overall nine seed. 
Uh, but I think they were originally, I think they were the number one like going into the year back in February. They were uh, number one in the country for a long time early on. Before Tennessee just went and I nuts. Think, well, and I think Texas had some injuries and they, they lost some games. I remember when College of Charleston beat Texas in a, like down there. They're, they're, they had some – we have the same record as Texas. Every, oh, yeah, because didn't we talk about that? Because we were about to play College of Charleston and they were coming off a win. They had just beat number one Texas. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So some, some common opponents right there to study on this week, Clip Rock. We'll get a shot at them. Do we have the home game for every game this series? How do they decide that? I don't, I don't still a coin flip. That is the dumbest. My rule, guess by the way. is East Carolina is the home team on Friday and Sunday, and that Texas would be the it, home team on. Is Saturday. it predetermined or is it coin flip like they did it in the regional? I really have no idea. How. Let me see what ECU Vandy was game two last year. I think it goes every other game in the super regional, and which is still stupid. Which is it makes <laughs> zero sense. Why you see teams one through four and you do a coin toss to see who the home team is makes no sense to me. I, I it, it it really tells you how dumb and irrelevant the NCAA is if they're the ones making up this rules. I mean, it just zero yeah. zero zero sense. At ECU all. was the home team in game two against yeah. Vanderbilt last year. Absolutely. Any so. ruling on uh, the umpire touching Bryson? after that home run and almost pushing him nah uh i you know but when molly told us that uh if it came down you know to whether or not he could ump the rest of the year he said that he should not ump the rest of the year like, i'm with molly he said that it was that egregious I, I think that guy should be gone and for molly to say that molly does not like bad flips or anything right. out of the ordinary for him to say that kind of opened right. my eyes a little bit. Yeah. I think when you hit one as hard as Bryson did, I mean, you got to take a moment. Well, he wasn't like being obnoxious. He was mo- like, he was just the coastal guy was a little obnoxious. Yes. Like he did, a, like he purposely did some dancing with his bat. Yeah. Bryson was just kind of admiring his works, holding his bat, standing there. I mean, yeah. when you when you hit it that far and that hard, I mean, you just got. I mean, why not take a moment just to soak it in? I mean, all of it's I, to me, it, whatever. Like if it like Tennessee can't shouldn't go around the bases giving people the finger no, like that dude did. That's, that's you got to draw a line somewhere. But like I mean, like you see pitchers when they do like the the flex after a big strikeout. Like I mean, the, our guy, yeah, Ben Turwell, dragon breath. Yeah. So I don't. I mean, if you want to do it, that's fine. You look like an idiot if you lose. I mean, that's I that's think on you. When it gets the extracurricular, where as you said, running around the bases, doing a little, you can you can slap your first base coach and your third base coach as you go around. But I think taunting any of the other team when you're going around is obnoxious and same thing with a pitcher saying something you know telling the guy to go sit down or but there whatever. is no technical foul in baseball that's true i mean do you know, we i mean there should uh, is we there, don't need any more rules but then again i mean you want there is no parameter for that if someone is egregious like that you see the p- tennessee guy running around the bases giving the finger to the outfield i think at that point the ump should be yeah, able like to call it wouldn't it be cool to be able to call technical on somebody? <laughs> <laughs> oh he teed him up we got to get him whistles too though so you can do the full that'd be awesome or, or do you go soccer and give them flags give them a uh yeah yellow yeah, card yellow, yellow card, card and then red flag you're gone you got your warning. Yeah. Again, I don't want to introduce any more rules into the sport, but it you gotta you gotta put a stop to it at some point and giving the finger on the field would be mine. You could see Jeff Charles doing the call of Bryson World's home run and then as he runs around the bases, Kevin Monroe says, No flags on the field. No flag, Jeff. He's gonna he's gonna score this one. Oh yeah. You get flagged for uh standing in the box too long or flipping your bat too far or maybe, something. Maybe you got thirty seconds to get around the bags. <laughs> <laughs> they start the clock yeah, right. Was, when you... One of the uh guys was really slow for coastal. He enjoyed his trot. 
Yeah, and that, well, uh, sometimes the pitchers take a long time in between pitches. Oh, I mean, you're talking about pitching. Yeah, like it just seemed like he was taking forever. Yeah, it's all gamesmanship, and they're supposed to. I don't know if there is. I thought somebody got a warning because they were taken so. Uh, that's right. There are warnings. Yeah, yeah that's right. To get a warning, but I don't know what happens after a warning. Because we were talking to trade. They can't get. They did give him a warning, but then what? Which I think did, you get a uh, a ball on the count. Like oh, trade okay. Benton. I know in minor league baseball, he said there's been circumstances where he's been given a ball because he took too long accidentally. Okay. Now I guess after a certain amount of warnings. Yeah, I think they do have like a clock on the yeah. pitcher, maybe. Which gets back to kind of some of the unwritten rules. If you show up the other team too much, I mean, there, there's ways of correcting that the next time the person bats or other stuff too. If if that's kind of the what the unwritten, unwritten codes of of, of of baseball conduct of how it works. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I think hitting a guy, putting a guy on, and starting their rally is stupid too, though. Like I'd rather just strike but it him happens. out. I think it's cooler to strike them out than to hit them. I mean, it's kind of like hockey. They they have an enforcer on their team that they yeah. send out strictly just to go fight somebody and get a penalty and put themselves shorthanded. I mean, it's 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 kind of one of those crazy things in sports. It's Maybe just, we should ha- just get a guy on the roster that can throw 105 that can't control it to come in and hit a guy and then get ejected, to, you know, for the team. Right. So, I'll, I'll run that by Cliff next time I talk to him. Yeah, I mean, there's just a lot of people out there throwing 105 that, just, <laughs> that don't want to have control. And know? why haven't we brought in a guy that can throw 105? Right. Man. Or just get a guy and train him to throw 105. You know, just, you know, get... I mean, you. If Troy practiced enough, he could probably. Throw he probably could. If he, he probably could throw time. 105. You know, he just he's busy. Well, let's know? not get crazy, but I could definitely throw strikes. What do you think you'd hit the radar gun? Uh, that's a good question, man. I mean, what? What do you think I could get it at? Hmm. With a decimal point or without? Sixty. I was going a seventy. Higher. Yeah, like seventy. Probably seventy peak. In a, as a strike. Yeah. Yeah. 70 as a strike. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. Yeah. For, a, a, I mean, for prep ball. For a guy my age. Well, we'll never know, so we can just yeah, talk about true. it. Yeah, that's true. We could go out there, though. Troy. To the, no, we're not going to do it. Elm Troy. Street, no. after the season's over. To, to Elm Street, where the... Get, where the, where the, where the oh, you're like going for, from Little League Disney? Get a radar gun. <laughs> if you're not... If you're only... If a mound's a mound, Clip. That's what they said. <laughs> Mounds a mound. <laughs> I just know we can get on that field. Is my point yeah. <laughs> with the right approval? You better uh, take me along with you. Yes, you're, you're, uh, you're going to be how my about, catcher. How about Cliff Godwin baseball camp end of the month? That would be fun. Troy Day and the Raider. Yeah, gun. that's a good time to do it. Mm-hmm. That would be. You know, who do you think could throw it harder, me or Ellerby? I don't care. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Because they're no fun. <laughs> Troy, we always talk about doing this stuff. This will be stuff, fun to never do, though. Do like, that would but be you're a... not going to do it. Why not? Because you always talk about doing stuff and we don't do it. You had a Heather Macy basketball game she, I called 15 her years ago. on the bluff about that, and she would not do it. We're going to go out. throw a javelin. We're going to catch points. I was going to play like, there's Heather one-on-one, and she backed out. we got to knock one off the list before I believe you're going to do something. I think Troy called himself Shaq. If you remember that I story, to right. her, I was the, I'd be Shaquille O'Neal to her, right? Because she's so short, right? Yeah. And when it came time to play, she backed out. I had a date, and so time are you calling set. that a win? Yes. Win? Yeah. And look, <laughs> I won a mythical championship over Heather Macy. Yeah, you were ECU, she was BC. Yeah, she didn't show up. Yeah, I should get a ring. There you have it. All right, I beat Heather Macy. 
<laughs> Just Good that stuff. easy clip. Right? Good stuff. All right. Um, so we're you all will be out there this weekend. Absolutely. In full force. Friday, Saturday, and hopefully not Sunday if necessary <clears throat> because the Pirates have already punched their tape. Hopefully Sunday we're uh, recovering. Looking, looking ahead to Omaha. Scoreboard watching. Yeah. Yeah. Man, it's right there in front of us. Two wins. Only two wins. I'm glad they got there. Like, to host a regional for the first time to have a chance to get a super regional and to lose that regional yes. would have been, right. like, so painful. All right, so positive end. You said this would be the biggest moment in ECU sports history on campus. Because it is. Will this be the biggest disappointment in history if ECU doesn't do it? No, I don't uh, think so. That was when you took six years to graduate. <laughs> <laughs> nah. So what's a bigger disappointment? than losing a Super Regional first time ever in Greenville. Well, to say disappointment... Like, like this, you'd be this close. This is your chance. Like, um, the Scotty Montgomery era, you know, biggest disappointment. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, I, if they lose, it's not... It, it sucks, but it's not like we're playing Elon. No, oh, you have uh, absolutely... So I'm I trying agree. to figure right. out how to... I just meant to be this close, or you can almost taste it. Well, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Would you say it would be? A very... Uh, very disappointing okay but it's still that's just how hard it is what is the biggest football game in ecu history in greenville that the pirates have lost yeah. should have won I'm trying to think of that 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 would be yeah. that would have to be the question you take go ahead and take basketball off the table i mean yeah. I, I can't get over the loss to uh a&t that year to open the season i mean that's where i just lost it like for a single game you can go a lot of ways but i always think about what are the stakes in this game and Maybe, but you had already lost to NC State the previous week, but that year we were number 13 in the nation. Then you lost to State, and then you came home and lost again. Like, if you'd have won that home game you would have, against Houston, right? Right. You would have still been top 25 and in the uh, college football playoff poll. Mm-hmm. So I think about, like, stakes and what our record is yeah. at the time of those games. But I don't know. I don't have a, an answer for you. Good talk. Losing, uh, I don't know. I think about losing regionals here, you know, or losing like to uh, to Wilmington. Was it Wilmington in South Carolina that played for a regional championship here years ago? But losing that regional home stunk. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I don't know why we're talking about losing guys. But I, yeah. I'm just trying to mentally prepare myself because one or two things going to happen. Unless it's the Kentucky Derby and a surprise team comes yes. in. <laughs> yeah. What if a third team comes in? Sure. Have you Have you thought about? I have that? not. I have. I do not have that contingency plan. <laughs> Should I? I don't think so. I think we're safe, but I don't know for sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll take a timeout. Come back. Wrap up hour number one of Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday. How you feeling about the Super Regional? We'll read some of your comments when we return on Pirate Radio Live after this. that i did i'm just saying you're you might be different from me you, you don't know. like mean potatoes i don't like ribs and potatoes <laughs> but anyway josh made these uh ribs beef ribs they were unbelievably good like because here's my problem with ribs often they're too fatty and they're i don't want all the gristle and the fat these were like just pure beef there's like no fat <laughs> on them yeah. great great barbecue like uh crust on it they were fantastic. They were awesome. So did you see me burying some of these? Yeah, I did. No, I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, did you they try were... the mac and cheese? No, I'm not a mac and cheese guy. What guy are you? Um, 
You, are you a guy? <laughs> you're not a. You're not a guy. I don't like mac and cheese. Hmm. I don't. I like unsweet tea. Yeah, you are an unsweet tea guy. Yeah. Is that what's in there right now? Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Molly, he's a he's a half and half guy. <laughs> yeah, he is Shout a half and half guy. He give me a half and half, man. Huh? <laughs> CJ, hey CJ, you give me a half and half when you're walking back. I'd appreciate it, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. Did you see? Oh, you were at the game yesterday. Uh, Molly, which game? Got a lot of TV. Wait, was that yesterday? God, it was yesterday. I am having heat exhaustion again. So yeah. it felt like a couple days ago. Was that game yesterday? You're difficult to talk to sometimes. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Mully, now I found Mully's spot, and I'm gonna blow it up so uh, uh, people start going in there and annoy and annoy him. Wait, so, you mean tiebreakers? No, like at Clark Leclerc Stadium, oh. the the secret Mully spot. Oh, like where he stands? There's like a gate you can go in to stand up by the right field line, mm-hmm. and that's and and he was there in full. I never go over to right field in full bucket hat. And he just stands and watches uh, over and, there? And, man, he got a lot of TV time yesterday. Really? Yeah. And he's, like, just over there like an ops guy? Well, guess who he's talking to? He's talking to the coastal uh, ops guy the entire game. Huh. Their assistant AD, actually. But uh, but Bailey and them were over there on Sunday, so I got to go in the mully spot for a little while. Oh, wow. All right. Uh, Rich is talking about disappointments, but he's talking about disappointments that were away from Greenville, North Carolina. We were talking about here at home. But yeah, it was pretty disappointed to be so close to that was. winning game two in Lubbock yeah. and uh, not getting that run across and then eventually ended up losing on Sunday. Yeah. Joshua says, pick a Liberty Bowl loss, Kentucky or Arkansas. I agree with him. Both of us so disappointing. Again, we were saying it, here I know, Green- but I think you maybe have to expand it, I guess. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, a lot of people would say the fail, the Hail Mary, the take a knee Hail oh, Mary against UCF. God, I forgot about My that. My argument to that is that game meant nothing other than to Shane Carden and the seniors because it was senior day. Yeah. It wouldn't have helped but, our, you know, our stock in the AAC or anything. Yeah. But, but it was that, a bad loss. That stung. Bad, bad loss. Yeah. Bad, bad loss. Hopefully this will be one of the greatest wins in ECU history. It will be. Yeah. I want to give you another chance. Do you think going to the Peach Bowl is bigger than getting to Omaha? I'm going to need some time to think. Why? (laughs) We're talking about. You're not going to pin me in a corner on this. We're talking about a bowl game that you win and then nothing happens. It was a New Year's Day bowl game. It was the equivalent of a BCS bowl back then, or what I would refer to as a uh, what do they call it now? College playoff football playoff bowl so you back then you earned the number nine ranking in the nation mm-hmm. yeah top 10 ranking well if you want to go by math if you're in omaha you're at worst number eight right yeah but i mean it's just the difference between football and baseball you know football there are fifty thousand people in the stadium baseball there's five thousand it's just a, it's a bigger sport so it's it's really not fair to compare the two sports necessarily. All right. Well, I want to be fair. So I no, I mean I'm just saying. You know, it's the it is no question the biggest stage ECU baseball has ever been on, and for ECU athletics, one of the biggest stages we've ever been on, as with the whole athletic program. Yes, but I'm not willing to say this is bigger or better than the Peach Bowl. Then a then, then that one. whole season. That, and we say the Peach Bowl that represents the entire season. I don't know. It was just if you lived it and you were here and you were part of it, you know what I'm talking about. And right. You probably agree with me. If you didn't live through it and you weren't a part of it, 
you probably think i'm half crazy make sure we bring this up with cliff next time he joins us and i might be half crazy but it's not because of that okay fair enough all right uh cliff would probably agree that that year was very you know might be he well, might agree with me we'll let him in his own words say it okay. rather than you speaking for cliff sure. Godwin okay. here on the show i don't <laughs> mind speaking for cliff i know you don't but he might mind you speaking for him <gasps> the hell did you say troy <laughs> troy that is the dumbest thing i've ever heard <laughs> All right, uh, Troy, we'll see you back here on Thursday. Yes. Yes, Thursday. Yeah, working on uh, the Players' Lounge for everybody. Be cool to get yeah. them back in here and yeah. uh, and recap the uh, the regional. All those guys had a lot of action this weekend. Yeah. Every one of them. Yeah, and it, I'd, when I'm watching them out there, too, it's I get nervous. Like on Saturday night when I was there, and Zach came in, and it it made me nervous, like I was his uncle or something. It's a weird. Thing. I know, like a couple. Like, I start taking pictures of them, like they're my kids. Like I'm like, oh, there's one of our guys. I want them to do so well. There's there's Ryder. Let me get a picture of you know. How about I texted uh, Jake Agnos after the game on uh, Saturday, uh-huh. and I said, I hope your nerves are okay. That was awesome. And he said, my nerves were worse than any I could ever have a. I could ever imagine as a player. That was incredible. I told Zach that tops anything I could have hoped to do at ECU. I'm still shaking. So uh, that kind of tells you how how nervous Jake was watching his brother pitch in that situation. Also, I met uh, their mother before that game on Saturday. And I have to bring this up with Zach when he's uh, he's in with us next time. But Talk, Talking to Zach's mom now? She said, uh, for one moment in time, I did. Uh, and both the Riders' parents actually met you, them too. Did you touch them? Uh no. You didn't shake hands. I shook hands with uh, with Riders' dad. All right. I don't think I touched uh, Zach's mom. Um, Probably safe. She said that like Zach will start telling a story and she'll put her finger up and she'll she'll like lower her finger as he's talking. And if she ever gets it all the way down, he has to stop telling the story because he talks so much. At some point, there's got to be a referee saying you're done. You're that sounds like here. something you could institute for me. Yeah, like for that, that you won't follow through with. Um, <laughs> but his no. finger comes all the way done. I have to stop with the story. But uh, we'll bring that up with Zach uh, next time he's yeah. here. That was I got uh, a text from him back too, but I can't read it on the air. I'll let you read it. You can read like three of those words. <laughs> Abel, thanks, Troy. Yeah. <laughs> Let's bleeping go. He was fired yeah, up. That was absolutely. awesome stuff. He texts man. like he talks, which I like. Yeah. You know, uh, Bryce Williams does that. Yeah. He texts in country. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like how he talks. His dang, text. He'll send you a dang in a text. His text has slang to yeah. country. I, love it. Uh, I feel like I kind of text like I talk. That's okay. because you do talk to text great point clip <laughs> you literally i didn't even thought about that you literally not all the time but a lot of times rate. you guys hate that too i think that's why i do it more glenn can't dot stand dot it. dot just type just use your fingers dot 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 yeah i do do a lot of dot 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 comma yeah I'm, I'm into spacing spacing's important clip okay because it shows a pause and i want you to think about so what does i'm saying a punctuation mark <laughs> we're out of time 401 we gotta let you go <laughs> Hold on a second, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Thanks for letting me be here. <laughs> All right. Uh, we will take a timeout, come back. One of Troy D's favorites, Tyler Feldman. Tyler, oh, should I stay? No. I can't. No, I'm going to let you do it. I don't want to take no. over this segment. No. Great to be with you, Clip. Texas. How are all the people in Greenville that I've left behind? Texas Longhorn Baseball Talk coming up.
with Tyler Feldman when we return after. All right, how much does he annoy you in this interview? As much as you are right now. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by First Bank. Together with our customers, we're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. Visit the First Bank location on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville for all your personal and business banking needs. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. From sales to service, Greenville Auto World has all of your vehicle needs covered. You can shop all of their inventory now at greenvilleautoworld.net. If you're also looking for someone to service your vehicle, they have a full service and repair facility. They do brakes, oil changes, tires, inspections, and they can repair any kind of vehicle. Greenville Auto World across from Speedway at Bells Fork and online at greenvilleautoworld.net. Thanks to Tim Sutton and Jim Rogers for their sponsorship of the program. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday. Shirley, I'm going to get you to call Tyler Feldman because I, I forgot was, to. Yeah. I was wondering if I was calling him <laughs> or you were calling him or if he was calling us. I will send you those digits. Coming up later on in today's show, Double B, Brian Bailey will join us. And in the 5 o'clock hour, Bryce Williams will be in the Pirate Radio studios. Bryce, aware of what's happening with ECU baseball. So that's good. We've got some audio to get to from yesterday that we're going to run as well with Cliff Godwin, Carter Spivey, and the MVP of the Greenville Regional, Bryson Worrell. So got all that coming up later today. Coming up tomorrow, uh, planning to hook up with Aaron Fit. I was texting with Aaron yesterday, D1 Baseball. He said that he would find a time uh, to come on the show this week. Just do not have that time at the moment or day but we'll talk to him either tomorrow or thursday on the show also uh tomorrow scooter scott rogers will get his thoughts from calling all the action in the greenville regional over the weekend steven igo hoist the colors patrick mason was there and uh, also working on the play-by-play voice of the texas longhorns who is craig way and uh i've reached out to craig and expecting to get him on the program at some point this week as well so all things east carolina texas baseball uh this week right here on pirate radio live as tyler talks shirley's ear off we will uh, await him getting on the show looking at the buccaneer music hall scoreboard presented by dub buck last night the oilers had a big lead over the avalanche colorado scores four goals in the third they end up winning it in overtime and they sweep edmonton six to five to score last night so they move on to the stanley cup final coming up tonight it will be the rangers and the lightning new york leads the series two games to one with the lightning as a home favorite tonight if you're one more basketball you have to wait till wednesday night as that series tied at one apiece heading to boston that's what's going on on the buccaneer music hall scoreboard presented by dubuck dubuck let's head out to the pirate radio live line and talk to our old friend a foe to some he is tyler feldman joining us live from texas today on the show everything bigger in texas hello tyler clipper the originator of the clipper and that was uh that was good to hear again tyler how you doing man good it was tough to hear troy d just totally botch an impersonation of me being on the show it's like he never even listened 
<laughs> you know what? I'll let you and Troy discuss that other uh, off the air, uh, and we'll we'll move on from that. Have you ever been to Tyler, Texas? By the way, I have not, but am familiar. Great, great place and appropriately named spot. One of the greatest. So Tyler, catch everybody up on what you're doing these days. We knew you from your work here at WITN. Uh, so what are you doing these days out in Texas? So I'm in Austin covering the Longhorns. I've been here almost a year now at this point with KVU, a sports anchor reporter, the ABC affiliate here in Austin. So it's been great, a little bit warmer. I do miss the East Coast. I miss, miss uh, Eastern Carolina, miss Greenville, miss the people there. But a uh, great opportunity here in Austin, and I'm really enjoying it. That's awesome. So what uh, all are you covering as far as schools, as far as pro teams? What are you uh mainly focusing on there so the big emphasis is texas university of texas the longhorns but there is professional soccer major league soccer with austin fc so that's a big part of course texas high school football is huge high school athletics as well uh texas state actually we get down there san marcus is only about 35 minutes away so uh the bobcats they actually were shocked by stanford after shocking stanford they were in the night so pretty cool little aspect of being in austin but that's pretty much the focus uh here here in the uh, state capital tyler you know how important high school sports are here but we here even in north carolina everybody across the country hears about texas high school football and the massive stadiums the the interest in it the amount of of stars of prospects that comes out of texas so i mean is it even comparable you you had some fun nights covering a lot of high schools here in the East. How is it similar or different than covering high school football there in Texas? Yeah, it's just a lot bigger. The stadiums are huge. The crowds are huge. It is just a different animal here in the state of Texas with football. I do miss high school basketball. I haven't seen a team as good as Farmville Central or Dayron Sharp with South Central. That I have not seen yet. But for, for Texas high school football, it does hit a little bit different than in North Carolina. Tyler Feldman joining us. Let's talk about East Carolina's opponent, the Texas Longhorns. How about this, Tyler? Uh, a great connection uh, for, for, for you here with East Carolina playing Texas. You'll probably have a lot of people there in your area asking you about East Carolina. We're doing the opposite here, asking you about these Texas Longhorns. So this was a team that was at the top of the rankings early in the year and a team that now is uh i think the has the third highest odds to win the college world series so they're going to be a favorite in this series against east carolina they swept through their austin regional uh let's hit the headlines here for this team tyler what stands out about this longhorns baseball team yeah i think it's important to remember texas was preseason ranked number one they were the top team they had a hot start to the season and then they realized that outside of their first two starters pete hansen who will probably start the first game and then Lucas Gordon will likely start the second game outside of those two guys they never really had that third starter and then the bullpen's been the biggest question mark for Texas a lot of these games especially in big 12 play that they lost was because of the bullpen that's the big question mark I have taking on an ECU team where like you look at Bryson Roll who came back I think he would have told you that last season he wasn't thrilled about how he performed but this season he's just come into his own so it should be a great series, and the big, the big concern if you're an ECU or Pirates fan is Texas's lineup is just so dangerous. Ivan Melendez has 30 home runs, 
He's the home run king for Texas, most ever in a single season in Longhorn history. And there have been some really good players come through uh, the Texas baseball program. And then top to bottom, they're just a really tough out. So Ivan Melendez, surefire, arguably the Golden Spikes Award winner, should win that award in my opinion. It's just a dangerous lineup. So the pitching for ECU is going to have to be an emphasis because the Longhorns are a really tough out. You look at guys like Murphy Staley, who was one of those guys not through the transfer portal, but worked his way up through the system, and he's having a fantastic year. So the lineup for Texas is a huge concern. That should be the focus if you're watching for ECU and Pirate Nation. Is Melendez on board with the Hispanic Titanic nickname? Because that is probably the best current nickname going in the world of sports right now. Yeah, it's awesome. He's on board. Uh, They also call him El Rey, which is just the king in Spanish. He's from El Paso, Texas. So, yeah, he loves it. He's embraced it, and he's he's just such a humble guy. Like, he's not one of those rah-rah guys. He gets the work. He puts it in. He helps his teammates. He's just not really a showboat kind of guy. So it's really cool to see someone like that off the field get so much success on the field. So it sounds like if East Carolina can get to the bullpen, they could possibly have some success. Texas has two high-quality front-end starters, and that's what you want in these super regional-type uh, setups. With uh, You just have to win two games. But Pirates are going to try to get to the bullpen. Tyler, I don't know if you followed much ECU baseball this year. There's no Gavin Williams, Jake Agnos, Evan Krasinski. There, there's no number one ace. They have about eight or ten guys that they're just going to bullpen you to death with. And C.J. Mayhew, you remember him, Tyler, as a relief guy, uh, through nine no-hit innings against Memphis. So he has gone extended several times this year. And it sounds like kind of two opposite ends of the spectrum when it comes to pitching. you got two big-time arms for Texas. You've got uh, a bunch of guys that are going to try to go extended innings for East Carolina, which is why East Carolina is probably one of the most unique, at least pitching-wise, the most unique team left in this thing. Seriously, I remember when I saw the whole Carson Whitson hunt situation, I was like, man, like, is this really going to happen this year with ECU and then this low start? But there's no team harder, hotter possibly right now than ECU, and you could put Texas into that equation too. Now, I will say, like with Texas, the two starters, Lucas Gordon is a sophomore, so he's really come into his own in that number two role. And Pete Hansen's more of a Greg Maddox type. He's really all about command and location, so he, he might not overpower you. So from an ECU perspective with the bats, if they can figure out a way to just work and get some hits and get some runs early and get to the bullpen, that's good news for ECU. If, if Pete Hansen goes eight, nine innings, you're probably in trouble that first game. And Tyler, uh, just because you you were here in the past, I'll bring up some names. You know, Carter Spivey, uh, you remember him probably, and and I ran over his numbers from a few years ago. He had an 18 ERA this year. He is the AAC Pitcher of the Year and just had a great performance yesterday with five innings. So uh, you'll you'll recognize a lot of uh, names this weekend that probably when you saw him play did not have as big as impact as, as they're going to have today and that's one of the great things about college sports too when guys do stay and stick around the program you get to see those improvements and they're like completely different guys from year one to year three or four and i, I think you have to credit cliff godwin i uh, probably national coach of the year austin Knight, the pitching coach jeff palumbo i mean that's the culture that's been set in greenville with that program so I think it's great to see them being able to host a Super Regional. And you'd like to think that even though maybe teams in the past few years that on paper looked a lot better, 
maybe this is finally the year, first time hosting the Super Regional on campus. I know they hosted in Kinston back in 01, but this seems like the year where ECU possibly should get to Omaha. The only problem is they're playing a Longhorn team <laughs> that's really good offensively and has one surefire starter that will likely go pro. Tyler Feldman joining us. Tyler, uh, Texas is a national brand. Uh, do you think they're gonna we're gonna see six hundred plus uh, orange shirts in the stadium this weekend? I'd like to think so. And I, similar to the jungle, there's a similar left field group called Occupy Left Field that is just as passionate. And these these Texas games, you know, I feel like between Pirate Nation and Longhorn Nation. With regard to baseball, it's two of the most passionate fan bases. I think the difference is with ECU, it, it's such a smaller community, tight-knit, that you really feel that energy, and I think that's going to be really important in this best-of-three series. Texas should travel. They will travel. I'm not sure how many people will travel, but a good number of people will travel. Sadly, I won't be traveling. I think that was the plan, but Texas softball beat Oklahoma State last night. So I'm getting set to go to Oklahoma City nice. for the College World Series Championship Series uh, tomorrow through Friday. So sadly, I will not be um, getting to reconnect with so many great people in Greenville this weekend. I have not been following it, but I'm going to assume that uh, Oklahoma is there. So will we have a Red River rivalry softball edition coming up? Yeah, that's the situation. And Texas went into the tournament unseated. I think they're the first ever unseated team to reach the championship series. So they've had their backs against the wall, didn't host a regional. So they've kind of been just chugging along and are playing really well right now. So we'll see if, if the Longhorns can knock off top seed at Oklahoma. Tyler Feldman joining us on the Pirate Radio Live Line. It is awesome to catch up with you. Still uh, chat with you every now and then on the Twitter or in a, a group with uh, Maskovich and, and those guys. So uh, it's, uh, it's great to catch up with you. Hey, we can't see you this week, but... I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe we'll get a trip out to, to Austin to play football at some point, Tyler. That'd be awesome. I Either way, I mean, I'd love to make a return trip to, to Greenville. I mean, Austin's a great place to visit, but I think there's something special about Greenville and the East Coast. I definitely miss the East Coast for sure. Uh, how about Steve Sarkeesian and the Longhorns? What's the, uh, the early outlook on Texas football 2022? For some reason, Texas is always put into these top 25. <laughs> season ranking yeah. and what i saw last year was hard to believe i mean they lost to kansas at home uh, i don't know if you remember that game where it was like a 56 54 shootout and they won on that two-point conversion but they're supposed to be better uh quinn ewers is supposed to be the answer uh, oh yeah all these weapons offensively but the offensive line is a big question mark so uh that always seems to be the case so we'll see what happens with texas football but it is it is different football, uh, certainly, with the University of Texas and a lot of hot, hot summer, early fall days playing football. So we'll see what happens. I'm more concerned with Texas baseball and softball right now. It seems like Texas, the university, has won four national titles this year. Men's golf, track and field, rowing, uh, women's tennis. So if softball wins, that would be a fifth. If baseball wins, that would be a sixth. So Texas athletics is definitely a, a force globally nationally tyler you are not much of a chameleon you you didn't really blend in with the eastern north carolina lifestyle and i didn't see you eating a lot of barbecue and bulled peanuts and things like that so how about i I gotta imagine i mean do you own like a pair of boots and a cowboy hat or do you you know do you stand out there in texas 
Uh, I do not own either. I, I, Shocking. Whether you like it or you hate it, uh, I stay true to my stuff. <laughs> am comfortable. Am comfortable in my own skin. You know, it was nice. So many people reached out to me, offering a place to stay. Awesome. Of course, that group. Of course, that group in, in Greenville did not include Troy D. Unfortunately, I know he has a pull. So uh, maybe I'll hear from him later to extend an offer after hearing that i won't be able to come perhaps yeah now's a good time to get in if you don't want feldman to uh, actually stay at your house but you want to make a nice gesture now would be the time to ask tyler if he'd like to stay with you so maybe troy will do that <laughs> man I, I was lucky in greenville man i had a great it, it's such a great community and you know i think maybe i took for granted at times being in greenville and having greater aspirations but that's life and you live and you learn and i gotta say like being able to cover coaches like Cliff Godwin prepared me for uncomfortable situations <laughs> or situations that necessarily don't go your way, but you keep chugging along, you live and you learn, and you, you learn how to better handle people in, in situations. So that's all about life and, and the growth process. Tyler, great to hear from you, buddy, and uh, we'll keep in touch. We'll do it again down the road, but thanks for joining us today, man. Hey, thanks for having me. I guess you can call that my Feldman feeling for the uh the segment right there the you end. got in your feels there at the end a little bit yeah, that was yeah. good i was allowed to i was allowed to <laughs> all right tyler see you man hey see you guys thank you as always for everything lrb and, and troy and, and you clipper of course and shirley and, and glenn all right there you go. got all the names in chandler uh didn't get a shout out uh, from tyler well it was uh, the chandler <laughs> <laughs> see once you start naming names yeah see that's what happened yeah i knew yeah Chandler. Miss you too, Tyler. <laughs> yeah, Chandler, you're, you're the best. Hope you're doing well, buddy. Yes, sir. You too. All right. There he is. Tyler Feldman joining us today on Pirate Radio Live. Nice preview of the Longhorns. So, quick bullet points. Two top-end starters. Really one who we'll see on Friday and then another good starter on Saturday. Bullpen iffy. Big-time offensive team led by the Hispanic Titanic uh, himself, Melendez. So, a uh, lot of runs scored. Got to get to their bullpen, and then uh, and see if we can keep up with them when it comes to scoring runs this weekend at the Greenville Super Regional. That's awesome to say. Let's take a timeout. Come back when we return. We'll bring it back closer to home and talk to Double B Brian Bailey. We got a firing in Major League Baseball. Did the breaking news boys see this one? What do you got, Chandler? Let's go to the breaking news boys desk. Well, we saw one the other day with well, Joe Girardi being fired by the Phillies today. Not a good time to be named Joe. No, as Joe Madden has been fired by the Angels. Uh, they are currently in a 12-game losing skid, so uh, Angels make the firing of Joe Madden. Joe Madden out. We will take a timeout, come back, have more for you on Pirate Radio Live after this. Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by First Bank. Together with our customers, we're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. Visit the First Bank location on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville for all your personal and business banking needs. 
Now back to the show. Welcome back. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? We'll keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, back with you. Pirate Radio Live here on a Super Tuesday. It'll be a Super Regional Friday. Coming up 1 o'clock, we'll be with you right here inside the Pirate Radio Studios. If you can't make it to the game, watch it with your friends here at Pirate Radio. We'll have another watch along. We had a ton. Another one? Another one. Another one. Uh, as this time, we'll be on the air six hours on Friday. That's, that's ex- right. That's exciting. Um, our third in one week. That's right. As we are, uh, we're putting in the legwork here, baby. But I tell you what, I, I enjoy those watch-alongs, especially when the Pirates win. When the Pirates win, and when we have uh, such great interaction with you, the Pirate Faithful, which like, we did on Monday. Yes, yesterday, uh, everybody was tuned in to us, and I mean, I guess it was because of a one o'clock start. There was a lot of people out at, at Clark LeClaire Stadium, but there was a lot of people that weren't able to make it, and they were tuned in with us for the watch-along, and we had a great time. People telling us where they were from. We had some people, my gosh, one in Alaska, one in Spain, had some people in Alabama, uh, all over the place tuned in. So uh, join us again on Friday, 12 o'clock. Friday at noon, we'll be here with you, uh, rooting on the Pirates. All right, let's head out to the Pirate Radio Live line and talk to Double B, Brian Bailey, a super regional coming to Greenville, North Carolina. We're fired up for it. BB, how you doing today, man? I'm doing great, man. Can't wait for the baseball this weekend. How about uh, the Greenville Regional? East Carolina was rolling through it. Uh, great game uh, against Virginia on Saturday night. And then Coastal Carolina trailed Virginia 6 nothing on Sunday. They were able to come back, win that one, and then knock off the Pirates Sunday night. The win streak comes to an end, and no, uh, no problem at all for the Pirates on Monday. They were able to regroup, got a great performance, starting by Carter Spivey. And, man, Bryson Worrell in that offense was clicking as well. How about the bounce back, Bailey, on Monday from what happened on Sunday night? And, you know, the old adage is that coaches will say, let's don't let one loss turn into two. Yeah. And, obviously, that was the, the thought process going there. I mean, you know, when you win 20 games in a row, it's funny because you talk to the different coaches. I talked to Coach Matt, Kevin McMullen, when he was – you know, here with Virginia on the practice day, and and he said, "Man, you know, this this, this pirate team winning twenty—that's just unheard of. You just don't win that many games in a row, no matter how good you are in baseball." And just what they were able to do, and uh, but but you know, there was never there was never that that pressure. We got to keep it going, yeah. Bunch, I mean, being with them in Florida, and you know, and coming back, it was never you know we got to keep this streak going. We got it was always like, hey, let's just go out and figure out a way to win this ball game. This is an unorthodox you know, way to win baseball games. I mean, with the way where the starting pitching has been and, and just, you know, who's going to go out there and throw and the matchups. And, but it's been fun to watch. I mean, they, they, they get it done. And, you know, it's, we're a long way from that, that three-game sweep that Brian put on the Pirates to start the year, aren't we? And how about the, uh, the atmospheres this weekend, too, Bailey? The, the Pirate Nation showing up Friday afternoon, Saturday evening, all day Sunday, and then back at it on Monday. Some great crowds. It was great to see the football team, the basketball team, Coach Kim McNeil, everybody uh, from East Carolina out there celebrating and and rooting on Pirate baseball. And I thought the crowd on Monday. I mean, I, I kind of made the joke on the air: raise your hand if you caught in sick and <laughs> you played hooky on Monday to come to the baseball game because it was a good crowd. The numbers weren't the same, obviously, from Saturday and Sunday, but man. 
they were loud and they were you know boisterous and it was it was just fun to watch that team you know a team that gets you know whitewalled you know nine to one one night come back and just put a beating on the team the next night that's baseball and that's that's what and Bryson World, man, I have seen him do some unbelievable things in Florida when he threw the guy out from you know from 200 yards away, and then he comes up and hits a, a, a grand slam. I mean, and then what he did yesterday, I swear that guy, he gets better and better. He is on a roll right now, offensively and defensively for this East Carolina team. And man, everybody getting it done yesterday. Another great game uh, for Zach Agnos. Jacob Starling came up big. Jacob Jenkins Coward. And this is the same team. Cliff said it post game uh, yesterday about how they're going to prepare for Texas. He said we're going to the hitters are going to do the same thing they did back when everybody thought they stunk. So I mean, you talk about <laughs> sticking to it, sticking with it. That, that's what they're doing out there. Oh. Yeah, that's, that's the Cliff Godwin way. I mean, the funny one was when he said nobody wanted my autograph, you know, two months ago. But, but you got to give him credit. And yeah. I've said it on the coaches show a couple of times. It's almost like you know when you get ready to start the season and you have this big ball of clay and you mold it into the the starting lineup and the the team you think you're going to have, and then all of a sudden they got slapped, you know, all around with all kinds of different stuff on that thing of clay and. He had to rebold the whole thing, and it took a while. I mean, you know, it, it took a took a while to, to find this team and, and to get them get them galvanized, as he would say, and tough as leather. And uh, and they they were man, they were they were just really good. And, and like I said, there was never any pressure. Fourteen wins in a row, sixteen wins in a row it was just let's just go out and win another ball game. And I think that's the way they looked at at the game on Monday. It was like you know nobody thought about the loss. They just hey, this is the one we got to win. Let's go out and figure out a way to win it. And they did. We touched on some of that stuff with Mully on Friday, Bailey, about how these coaches spend a lot of time in the offseason looking ahead and putting themselves in the best position for when the season begins in February. And they've got, you know, they're, they're starters. They've got, all right, Mayhew's going to be our main guy of the bullpen. We got Ryder as our everyday shortstop. They had to do this thing on the fly, middle of the season, you know, uh, middle of the week, and 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 finally fine tune everything that they have going right now. And so enough can't be said about the coaching, and also these guys, uh, these players, accepting new roles, accepting their roles, and stepping up. And and man, uh, it, it has turned into a, a very special time here in Greenville. Yeah, it really has, and it's just you know, it, it's really mind boggling when you think about it. Just how they they've, they've come together like they have, and uh, they play great baseball. Just really solid, you know, team baseball. And, and you know, when you think of baseball, usually great teams have you know a couple of great players. And, and Bryson World is a great player, and Zach Agnos is a great player. But they don't act like they're, they're superstars. They act like they're just you know ordinary Joes that just like to go to work, like to play. I think Zach Agnos told me a couple of times that man, you know, and and if you think back to it. Cliff says it a lot too. Those are the best friends that he, he you know, the yeah. best friends that he played with. And this is what these guys are saying. Well, a bunch of them were there this weekend, right? Cliff's right. old teammates. I sat right down the row from Chad Tracy. I love Chad Tracy. He's just so funny, and, and he loves his Pirates so much. And and you know, there's going to be a great gathering in Omaha if this Pirate team can pull off two more wins. Brian Bailey joining us on the Pirate Radio Live Line. It'll be East Carolina and Texas. Uh, we got a couple of nooners on tap, Bailey. Nothing new there. East Carolina will play Friday at noon at home in Game 1, Saturday at noon, Game 2, Sunday TBD if necessary. Uh, any thoughts on the uh, the first pitch times? 
I was a little surprised because I really thought I, I thought at East Carolina against most teams would be maybe a noon start, maybe a three. When Virginia Tech popped up first at three, I thought the Pirates had a chance to play in prime time. And I thought playing Texas might move the Pirates into a prime time slot. But it didn't happen, and so the Pirates play at noon. I Cliff Gowden will probably come out and say, it don't matter, we play three in the morning, we're going to be there and we're ready to play. I think Pirate Nation will feel the same way, but I think a lot of us really wanted to see you know, a, a primetime atmosphere, people out tailgating all afternoon and getting set for – you know, a seven o'clock game on a Friday and seven o'clock on a Saturday, but it didn't turn out that way. But still, it's it's going to be two great baseball games, and you know, there's a lot going on in Greenville this weekend. I made a joke on the air last night. We were joking about uh, what we wanted to see, and I really wanted to see a Saturday, Sunday, Monday deal because uh, Bella graduates from Conley at two thirty on Friday, mm. and there's a lot of graduation going on this yep. weekend. The traffic's going to be crazy. I've already made plans to walk over to Mitchie's Coliseum during the Pirate game and watch Old Bella graduate and slip out. Hey, well, it's a good location then, right? You can. Uh... Yeah, it's great, great location. She looked at me last night at dinner, and she, you know how how she is with her, her eyes. She gets, she gets all fired up, and she goes, "Brian, I understand you may not be joining us for dinner after graduation <laughs> on Friday." <laughs> I was like, "Bella, we don't know yet. We haven't. We don't know the schedule yet." Now I'm like, "Yeah, I might be a little late for that dinner." Now I'm sure Bailey will have a, a make good ready to go for Bella at yeah, some point. Figure something out for sure. Yeah, that'd be fun. But 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 my point really is just that it's just going to be a crazy time with you know, yeah. He's just going to be slammed with all the graduations. And- Dude, that parking. How are they going to even? I don't know. That's going to be nuts. So uh, prepare. Yeah, get there a little early, I guess. Uh, start your trip a little earlier. I've I've already parked. <laughs> there you go <laughs> bailey's set up and ready to go uh and this texas team bailey it, it looks like uh two top end starters and then maybe the the best nickname in sports going right now you know, just when you think you run out of good nicknames the hispanic titanic is coming to town uh this guy's uh a heavy hitter for the texas longhorns this is a program that uh, is a blue blood in college baseball. I heard that they've been to the College World Series or to Omaha thirty plus times. Uh, East Carolina still looking for their first, so it's kind of kind of crazy when you crunch those numbers together. Yeah, and, and it will be, but I'm I'm sure that uh, you know that it's like Cliff will look at you with those eyes and say challenge accepted, and I think that Pirate baseball team will will look and say the same thing. So I think it's going to be you know just outstanding and playing at home. I mean. Yeah, you know, just think back to last year in Vanderbilt. What a what a home field advantage that was for Vanderbilt, and, and those two starting pitchers, obviously. Uh, but but this is a pirate team that I'm telling you, they just figure out a way to win a game, and that's what they'll, they'll go to work on this week. Couple of supers in the state of North Carolina as the Tar Heels advance. They will take on Arkansas. That'll be uh, coming up on Saturday and Sunday, uh, and they got an 11 a.m. on Saturday and a Sunday at noon. Uh, in Chapel Hill and Bailey uh, they had to win a a couple games there a game without their head coach after he got uh, tossed and then suspended a couple games yeah and I hadn't seen uh, I was trying to see what the plays were that were so controversial the infield fly rule I don't understand why that was I mean I don't even think it could have gone a lot of times you say well I could have gone either way but but that that little pop up wasn't up in the air long enough I think for an umpire to call infield fly rule to batter down I mean it takes a little bit of time. First, you have to see the pop-up go up. You have to see, okay, the infielder's under it. It's a routine play. Uh, that's the design of the rule. Infield fly rule, the batter's out, runners advance their own risk. 
but I'm telling you, the same thing happened in the Rose South Central game, and, and it, all chaos broke out in extra innings, and the Rose kids were tagging bases, and the South Central kids were were standing around. They didn't know what to do, and it was it was crazy. But you know, Rose thought they had a triple play, and they ended up only getting one out, and it was. But that was that was that one was called. They uh, Bailey told a story. You did. Uh, you were umpiring a. Uh... What'd you say, intramural game or something? And uh, after that game, they barred you from ever being an official again in anything, right? Yeah, that was that was at James Madison for that one year, and they played intramural baseball or softball rather on the uh, on the artificial turf of the football field. So they had a short porch. They played two fields in the in the two you know triangle you know areas of the rectangle of the field. So you had you had one field going and the other field going. Sometimes balls would, would go in the other field. It's kind of crazy, but the uh, it was a rundown, and I was the only umpire, and it was the fraternity championship, and all the sorority girls were all gathered around, and I was the umpire. <laughs> and, and, and the ball was going between second and third, throwing back and forth, and this guy's in the rundown, and evidently this guy put his hand up and knocked the ball into left field on purpose. And all I saw, I was blocked by one, one of the fielders blocked me, and I didn't see it. And I saw the ball go to left field, and I, all of a sudden everybody's running at me and I just I said look look fellas I understand what you're saying he probably did it but if I didn't see it I can't call it there's nothing I can do no man I never got invited to a frat party the rest of the year is that why you kept uh, transferring everywhere Bailey they kept oh, yeah, yeah ba- I was I was a wanted man <laughs> <laughs> have you seen this man Brian Bailey joining us today on Pirate Radio Live I know you and uh, Ken and Garrett were out there in full force uh, this past weekend, and uh, that'll be the same coming up uh, this weekend, Bailey. Yeah, and and you know, and I, I try to say this when I can, but so blessed at Channel Nine that we're able to, you know, we have we have administration that that understands that it, it's important to be the official station of the Pirates. It's important to be out there, and we get a big tent up there. Ken Roundtree is our photographer, and he gets a big tent set up, and we get to do our sportscast out there live and. And Cliff's been really good. We had him on live uh, three times in Florida during the American tournament, and it's 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 just you know because and it hadn't always been that way. I'll be honest with you. Now, first fifteen years of my career, it was a battle sometimes to to get sports out there because you have these these people called consultants that think they know what's going on, and stations that listen to those consultants don't like sports. And I won't mention any names, but there are a couple of stations around us that have done very similar things and i'm just lucky that uh, working for a place that, that really knows how important it is and it's uh and, and that's that's a, you know what else is going on in our community right now what else nothing but that baseball team and that softball team at dh Conley that won the 4a state championship and and just all the sports things that go on yeah i mean it's just vital Brian Bailey joining us. We'll wrap it up here. Uh, P1 listener John Moody uh, put out yesterday on Twitter, this is the biggest athletic event on ECU campus since fill in the blank. And, I mean, first of all, Bailey, we, you know, we've had some some big regular season games, some conference championship games in football. Uh, I don't know if you want to throw the CIT semifinals in there at Menji's Coliseum or any of those regular season games, but we've had regionals and all that. Yeah, Is this the biggest athletic event to ever happen on ECU's campus, in your opinion? You know, it's funny you said it because I'm trying to run through my mind right now and, and I don't put the CIT deal up there at all nah. as far as that goes, but I, I thought the CIT was a lot of fun, obviously. But yeah, I, I mean, I, I think it has to. I mean, this is, you're looking at, at, at a, a chance to go to the promised land and, and, and in college baseball, the College World Series in Omaha, 
and knowing what this program has done and, and what it's gone through and, and the, the whole history. I'm just, you know, it's another thing. Sometimes people, you know, joke you because you're getting old. But, man, if I, weren't, if I wasn't old, I wouldn't have had a chance to, to spend time with Keith LeClaire. I wouldn't have a chance to see how that whole thing played out and, and be a part of it. Just knowing that, you know, I remember Cliff Godwin when he played for Keith LeClaire. And I remember Chad Tracy when he played, you know, with Keith LeClaire, under Keith LeClaire. And, you know, seeing with all those guys, and even even of late, you know, the Jake Agnoses and some of the other players, and Alec Burleson, that, that they moved this program around along. They, they, they moved it up, moved it up, moved it up. And maybe this is the you know the group that finally gets them over the top and gets them to Omaha. And I got a feeling too that once they get over this threshold and get to Omaha, it won't be their last trip to Omaha. Brian Bailey joining us. Bottom line, uh, Bailey said it is cool to be old. It is. Tell <laughs> like, Troy I said that I like being old. I think he he doesn't like it so much, but I like. Well, it. he pretends he's not old, so uh, yeah, he, he needs to accept it, I guess. But, a lot of us. <laughs> BB, we'll see you out there this weekend, man. Thanks for joining us today. Can't wait. Looking forward to it. All right. Brian Bailey joining us on the Pirate Radio Live Line. He's been around a, a while, which is cool that he's been around so long. Uh, and he is excited to see a Super Regional at Clark LeClaire Stadium, the first one ever. The Pirates have hosted a super regional before but had to go to lenore county to play it they'll stay right here in Pitt county for this one against the texas longhorns let's take a time out come back wrap up hour number two of pirate radio live bryce williams set to join us in hour three a lot more to go prl back with you after this You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by First Bank. Together with our customers, we're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. Visit the First Bank location on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville for all your personal and business banking needs. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. For the latest breaking news, interesting stories, and awesome contests that can make you a winner, be sure to follow Pirate Radio on our social media. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at PR927FM. Join the over 55,000 followers today. Now, let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you. Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday. We're with you Wednesday, Thursday, and then on Friday... We'll have a basically a uh, live watch along for the first part of the show and then go right into a uh, post-game show coming up Friday afternoon from 3 to 6. We will be with you at noon coming up on Friday as we'll be watching East Carolina and Texas. So if you can't go to the game, uh, you can turn your game on the TV and follow us on Facebook right there. If you're at work, uh, you can just follow us along on Facebook and YouTube and we'll have fun with you coming up for three-plus hours on Friday. Um, Lewis says, uh, can we get the umpires that were at Vanderbilt? Now, I guess Lewis is assuming if they're here, they're going to give us the hometown calls, but what's more likely they give East Carolina, the hometown calls in Greenville or a blue blood like Texas, the hometown, the, the calls against East Carolina. I'm just worried about all umpires at this point. I tell you, we probably won't see Perry Costello. Is that the guy that was behind the plate the other day? Hey, girl, I'm a fine fellow. I want to touch your body like I'm Perry Costello. <laughs> I got bars. That that was good. Thank you. 
That was really good. But you didn't mime it like Chandler can hey, do. Hey, Chandler. It. All right. Is the camera on Chandler? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So while I'm saying it, I need right. you to be doing the mannerisms, all right? No problem. What's up, girl? I'm a very fine fellow. I want to rub you down like I'm Perry Costello. <laughs> Shirley, what do you think? It's okay. Do it again. Do it again. I really need to do this again. I'm going to hide my mouth behind the mic. (laughs) Okay. All right. What's up, girl? I'm a very fine fellow. I want to touch your body like I'm Perry Costello. Okay. That's a little better. A little better. We're getting there. No, no. no, I I mean, your bars are fine. Once again, from the top. (laughs) No. That's enough. This guy right here. That's enough uh yeah i don't know about pc and if he'll continue on for this year i don't know uh but i agree with Melly what he said the other day if he was lined up to do some sort of super regional this weekend i don't think he is i don't think he should be allowed to do it because if a baseball player if a baseball coach gets ejected gets penalized for touching an umpire making contact with an umpire why can an umpire go behind a batter who just hit a absolute tank and i mean point like 0.6 seconds after he hit it and push him physically push him down the first baseline yeah i don't i mean and what if bryson who is if we had a if we did a power rankings of calmest players on ecu's roster bryson would be at or near the top no w- doubt what if he was not that way what if he thought that was the catcher pushing him and before looking back slaps his hand slaps his arm off of him and turns around and sees the umpire does bryson get ejected in that case probably so probably so and then you've got an even bigger problem yeah i mean we're running what ifs here but if perry costello or whoever else does that a hundred times you know i could see seven to 15 times guys slapping the hand off of them and then what happens so i don't know Uh, well it's blown up on twitter and i get what his thing is so coastal and and by the way our head coach when he said uh god don't like ugly oh yeah i mean i I, I was I like, "Whoa!" Set a go tingle ahead. down my spine. He uh, he said, <laughs> a little, "He's a little salty." I, he said, "I didn't see the umpire pushing Coastal's player when he threw he the didn't. bat in the air." And and he and pimped, his was worse. His but well, but this is like and a, he pimped his home run a lot longer than Bryson did. This is like an NFL fight or something where like the first guy pushes the guy. All you see is the second guy come in retaliate. He's the one that gets the flag. Right. Bryson got penalized because he was the second. And he got penalized for nothing, but in the ump's point of view, Bryson is pimping this thing and is going to escalate it in a 10-run game, and he didn't want right. to get out of control. So I get all I that. Get, I get that. But no need to, to touch him. No. So. Do exactly what a lot of umpires, and I've seen it m- multiple times, go run up beside him and say, hey, go on. <clears throat> but, I mean, in that case, I feel like Bryson was – I mean, he wasn't even looking at the dugout. He was watching – what I mean, the tank that he just hit. Yeah. And um like what but, if Ben Terwilliger hit that? He might have stripped down and it would have been all hands. R- ran through the coastal dugout to get the first. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, he I think he literally would have hulked out. I like just he would he would have done such a big banana. Jersey's explode it's yeah, exploded. like he yeah. would just straight up rip his jersey off. 
Has anyone done expletive laden? Has anyone done a home run trot inside the other team's dugout before? <laughs> I don't know, but I would assume that that would cause a scene. <laughs> uh, I dare somebody to try that and see if they can make it out alive. Uh, John says clip greater than Eminem. Well, John, I mean, I don't know. I, probably. I mean, I mean. Hey, Stan, can you give it a little bit of? this and that what you got i don't have any of this this is all you uh, i oh, can't oh I, I got the the guy got, i got the the verbals you got the the physicals we have to be a duo like where you just stand there still like a statue just rapping dropping bars and i'm right beside you just kind of doing the the leg work all right let's take a break here comes bryce williams forget a chorus my metaphors are so complicated it takes five minutes to get applause that's my favorite eminem line because sometimes I'll put dumb stuff on Twitter that like nobody gets, and then the next day they'll get it, and it makes me feel good. We'll see if Bryce Williams has bars. i tell you what he does. BYOC. Bring your own cup. Exactly. We got- does not, he's not rocking the jorts today. Nah, he's jort-free on a Tuesday. I told Bryce that we were without uh, hydrogen and oxygen here. Ah, Remind me, science people. We're without the quality H2O. Remind me, science folks. So is it one hydrogen, two oxygen? The H2O? Or does the two go with the H? Two. No, the two goes with the H. So two hydrogens, one oxygen. How does that work? I don't know, but we're going to be talking a lot about... Two hydrogens meet at a coffee shop. At 3 o'clock on a Friday. And that's where it all began. What was the horse's name? Friday. <laughs> we'll talk a lot about the periodic table and more when we return on Pirate Radio Live after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles? Tighten and lift your skin. Smooth your skin texture. Erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair. Are you interested in Botox or filler? Contact the licensed professionals at Beauty Bar uh, Beauty Bar Medi Spa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. Free consultations are available by calling 752-1406 or visiting beautybarmedispa.com. Enjoy your visit. Love your transformation. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is your host, Clip Brock. All right. Welcome back to Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday. Hour 3 is Bryce Williams' hour as he joins us. In the Pirate Radio Studios, Bryce, big baseball guy, joining us here today. Oh, most definitely. And uh, was able to catch some of the Pirates win on Monday. And Bryce, they are right back at it. It'll be the first time East Carolina has hosted a Super Regional at Clark LeClaire Stadium in program history. They have hosted one Super Regional, but that was in Kinston at Granger Stadium Mm. in the early 2000s. They build, expand, make it Clark LeClaire Stadium so they can do things like this and now they're going to do it so uh folks are fired up for mm, yeah that's unreal to have that big of a uh 
occasion, I guess you could say, yeah. uh, you know, for the baseball, for ECU, you know, for ECU athletics, and obviously for Greenville. Obviously, that should bring a lot of um, outsiders, you know, into uh, our community. So, um, obviously, congrats to ECU baseball for obviously accomplish- accomplishing something big. Um, so, uh, all I got to do is just keep it keep it rolling. Two wins away from going to the College World Series for the first time ever in program history. Uh, Shirley Rhodes, Chandler Honeycutt here with you as well on a Tuesday. Chandler, real quick, uh, let's play a um, five-second game, okay? You ready to go? Yeah, kind of caught me off guard. All right, well, right. we got to go. All right, here we go. Uh, best ECU athlete of all time with the initials BW. Oh, that's easy. Okay. Uh, I really like this guy. All right. And it's the guy that actually comes on the show each and every week on Pirate Radio. Okay. Bryson Worrell. Bryson Worrell. Yeah. Bryson Worrell. <laughs> yeah, is... through. <laughs> you know, dangling, dangling right in front of me. I was going to be uh Bryce, I, I don't know, man. I think you might have been overtaken. I'm sorry. <laughs> man, I should have said Bryce. Unreal. So <laughs> Bryson Worrell, the MVP of the regional. And if you, you said you watched the end, did you see his monster bomb? He hit yesterday. I didn't get to see that one, unfortunately. Okay, you must have came in right these after. Weird middle of the day games kind of throw me off. Well, unfortunately, we got a couple more coming up right now, Friday and Saturday. But Worrell was named the regional MVP after he had two diving catches that made Sports Center. He was what top number four, I think, last night on Sports Center. And uh, what he's doing offensively right now, also a great dude, a lot like yourself. Mm-hmm. He's a uh, he's Wilson, North Carolina, right? Kind of he's a uh, he's a he's, he's a Carolina boy. Wow, uh, very Oops. laid back. So he's right up there on the. He's now it's a Mount Rushmore of BWs. Yeah, Brandon right. Williams. Mm-hmm. We got we'll put him up there. Bryce Williams, Bryson Worrell, and Chandler. It is your job to give me a third before or a fourth. A BW. I'm sorry, a B Dubs. Hmm. We got him. Bernard Williams joined us on the show. There you go. There's that's one. A good, that's a good one. Back in the day. Um, give me another BW, folks. There's got to be a. There's got to be a basketball. Maybe another baseball. All right. Anyway, we'll think about that. Shirley, let's hear uh, from Cliff Godwin after the win yesterday, as uh, the Pirates take the Greenville Regional. Took them all the way to Monday to do it, but they knock off Coastal Carolina in blowout fashion. And uh, here's Cliff. Super Regional Campus for the first time, so I'm pretty fired up, and yes, I'm going to enjoy it today. I'm just proud of our guys. You know, um, I know that Pirate Nation probably thought the winning streak was over, and I know what was being said because I've had my teammates say, hey, you know, it's, you know, if you win 23 in a row, you're going to, and it wasn't meant to be. I thought we were, um, you know, a little bit lackadaisical yesterday just in our preparation, and um, it came back and bit us, but we were in the winner's bracket game, so we had today. And Carter Spivey was outstanding. They're really good offensively, and our hitters were outstanding. Up and down the lineup, just grinding at bats, just getting to the next guy. Of course, Bryson had a big day, but a lot of guys up and down the lineup just continued to put together tough quality at bats, and we kept adding on. And um, Ben Torrelliger was awesome. Um, just thought it was a great team win, which that's been the MO of this team, and I'm so proud of our guys. and. So proud of our, our home fans because we needed the fans today and, and our guys kept the, the fans engaged, uh, unlike yesterday. So, uh, great day to be a pirate. All right, there are Cliff Godwin's comments immediately following East Carolina's victory over Coastal Carolina. We're putting together the BW Mount Rushmore of ECU sports. We got Bryce and Whirl, we got Bryce Williams, we put Brandon Williams up there, and Robert. 
with a good one here on Twitter. It says Bryant Ward. Very good one. Currently coaching at UCLA. Mm. Former Pirate baseball player. So uh, let us know if we forgot any other BWs out there. I'm sure we forgot quite a few of them. All right. Uh, let's hear Cliff Godwin, too. Shirley talks about how he named Carter Spivey the starter. Bryce, on a, Sunday night, Cliff Godwin got thrown out of the game mm-hmm. against Coastal Carolina. So he uh, he explains how Carter Spivey went on to be named the starter. It, it dealt with that. Here's how it sounds. You know, obviously I had an early exit yesterday, which was planned, and uh, so Chad Tracy and Gary Blackwell were in my office, and uh, Blake came in there and said, hey, tell Spivey to come here, and Spivey walked through the whole facility with his cleats on, which wasn't ideal, but uh, um, he walked in, and uh, I mean, I was going to tell him he was going to start, and he says, hey, coach, I want the ball tomorrow. I said, well, that's why I was bringing you in here, so you got the ball tomorrow, and I said, hey, just go as long as you can, as hard as you can, and I mean, he was the key. I mean, he was the key to set the tone, and offensively, I can't reiterate, uh, you know, Van Scooter is really good. Uh, watch video, how he pitched UVA in his last start in the conference tournament. Our guys had a really good approach, and they just made him work, and the other thing we wanted to do was put pressure on him. We haven't, you know, done hit and runs and, and just some stuff like that this weekend. I said, hey, look, if we're going to go down, we're going to put some pressure on them. And we put a lot of pressure on them and, you know, executed a f- few hit and runs that uh, we were able to score some runs early. Great performance by Carter Spivey yesterday. Goes five innings, gives up two runs uh, on a home run, and that was his only blemish. He was fantastic as East Carolina beat Coastal Carolina. And, Bryce, you got to like that where – guy goes into the office and says give me the ball yeah. the ball and i don't i guess you can football you've got a starting quarterback but yeah. i don't know what is the football equivalent to that like maybe if you're banged up or something like coach let me let me play yeah uh yeah i guess that would be uh or give me the ball on this play right, right, it's something. like a running back going up to the to the, to the coach it's, it's like a third down and goal yeah well, yeah one of those yeah, hey, give me the those. Ball. yeah i never was too boisterous on uh, <laughs> me telling me to give me the ball. I guess maybe maybe sometimes I should have, especially my yeah. senior year. But uh, yeah, I would say that's pretty comparable to uh, those kind of situations. Like when a you know the top receiver says, you know, you know, give me uh, call my number out, and or the running back telling him to run the ball. Um, but yeah, that was uh, I guess good timing by Carter to go in there and tell him he wants the ball. And it worked out. How yeah. about, like, in-game, Bryce, if you see a de- how a defense is playing you, what you need, more? More. All right. You should be better now. There we go. Oh, yeah, better. I can hear myself a little better. All right, good. Uh, in-game, a defense is playing you a certain way. Do you go to Shane with that? Do you go to your offensive coaches? and your Because if, if you see something that could help them mm-hmm. out, who are you talking to? Um, I guess a little bit of hmm. – Probably a little bit of both, or maybe first would probably be like Coach K, you know, when, we, when the receivers would meet. Yeah. Um, then, you know, obviously questions are going to ask, how, what are they doing out there? Um, so I guess more so Coach K would be the, uh, or I guess, you know, OC, receivers coach, everyone yeah. do it, um, would be the first person to go to. All right. And then uh, Bryce just didn't say, give me the ball enough. I know. <laughs> Dang it. Uh, let's talk more about Bryson Woro. Cliff Godwin talked about Bryson returning to play at East Carolina this year when he did have a, a chance to play professional baseball. Here's uh, Cliff 3. You guys uh, you guys don't see behind the scenes, but you know, I told Bryson, and there's actually been some tweets on social media when you know he decided to make the decision to come back. He could have signed as a free agent and signed for $20,000 and I called him up, and it was actually during the Keith LeClaire Classic, and I said, 
hey man, I don't think you should sign for $20,000. Like you could come back and we could do something special. And he says, well, coach, I don't want to sign. I said, well, then let's come back and do something special. And no, you don't know how it's going to work out. But I mean, the guy came back, he's the most outstanding player of a regional. And we have an opportunity to host a super regional. Carter Spivey um, told me after last year, he said, hey, coach, I don't know anything but East Carolina. I want to be here. I want to figure it out. And I said, we'll come back and let's figure it out. And those players that go through adversity and keep grinding, and that's life, man. Like, I cannot, but people don't see that stuff. I mean, everybody thinks that Carter Spivey just all of a sudden just emerged. And now he had three years of struggle, and then he had been doing things the right way. And um, hard work guarantees you success. It just doesn't guarantee you success tomorrow or a year or even two years from now. But if you keep doing it, it guarantees you good things. And I'm just so happy for all those guys um, and all the seniors. I mean, Cooch and Bryson and Ben Newton and Logan. It's just it's special for those guys. All right. A life lesson there from head coach of the Pirates, Cliff Godwin. Also talked about preparing for Texas. Spoiler alert. Uh, it's going to be the same way they've prepared the entire way. Shirley, cut four. I'm going to enjoy it today, but it's all the same. Hey, we're going to prepare just like we did two months ago. All right, same thing. Hitters would do the same thing when you guys thought we were bad. So we're going to enjoy it. Um, we'll lift some weights tomorrow, and then they're going to come over to my house, and we're going to have some food and let them jump in the pool. So we're going to have a good time tomorrow. And then we'll get to work on uh, Wednesday and Thursday. And I guess uh, I don't know when we'll play, but whenever they tell us to play, we'll be ready to play. All right, Cliff Godwin there. He a bit of a conundrum because cliff hates when you doubt his team but then he loves nothing more than telling you about it after the fact <laughs> so i you know I, what do you do do you yeah. just do you not give him the chip and the motivation he needs or yeah or do you give it to him and just let him throw it back in your face like he's done to me here at the end of the year <laughs> um how about i mean bryce did you need I, that kind of motivation when you played or as in, um, as in people doubting you. As in looking at the spread and saying they're going to um, beat you by ten. And did you? Um, you know, I mean, for me, like I've said in the past, I mean, I always enjoyed being the underdog. Yeah. Um, you know, just to prove people wrong. I guess in a way, I mean, it's kind of, you know, having just that little bit of oh, they, they don't think I hear in the noise. I guess and let people, you know, thinking, you know, people thinking you don't have it or can't do it. You know, in a way, probably helps a little bit um what's funny to me is everybody uses that stuff and like in the alabama georgia championship mm -hmm. alabama can look and say well i saw this guy pick georgia no that nobody believes in us they're freaking alabama everybody believes right and then georgia can say well you know we're the underdog against bama nobody believes in yeah everybody wants to believe that nobody believes it right oh yeah and um i mean obviously like when you have the outside noise of doubters and stuff yeah i mean you think about you know you think about it but um you know as a team obviously you know everybody they all have the same goal in mind and obviously is um a lot more motivation so i mean you get get a little bit from uh each aspect the old chip on the shoulder all right let's uh We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll hear from Bryson Whirl, also Carter Spivey. Uh, we got to go Pirate Radio Outdoors. I mean, Ellerby tried to uh, one-up you this weekend, Bryce. you see that? I have not, no. Oh, boy. I got uh -oh. something to show you. Uh-oh. Old uh, Long Jonathan Silver, we're calling him. On the high seas. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, I think he put a challenge out to you, Bryce. Uh -oh, we'll, okay. uh, we'll talk about that and more when we return after this.
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Quality Equipment is your full-service John Deere dealer with 28 locations to serve you. Quality Equipment is open in Winterville next to Sam's Club. Or visit qualityequip.com to find the location near you. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Brock. Bye back with you on Pirate Radio Live. What'd you say, bro? The clock. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the clock. We'll never, yeah. We'll never get that figured out. <laughs> it's just one of those mysteries. Should we just get a new clock? No, can't do that. You gotta have that one up there. <laughs> <laughs> That's the clock. Date, the date works yeah don't that, touch that clock is that inside or outside temperature mm, gotta be inside y'all got 76 in here hmm. it's not outside is it it's nah. hot or outside yeah it's definitely not. i was yeah dang y'all keep it hmm. i mean it feels good in here <laughs> i mean right now it's okay yeah if it gets a little toasty we can uh get some more air yeah. going in here uh because we want you to be comfortable we we don't uh-huh. we don't have a working clock or any water for you i know but uh outside of that we're we're just going to use your services yeah here there for we this go hour. <laughs> <laughs> i think you might need to talk to your agent bryce yeah what the heck <laughs> who should i talk to well part of it is we thought you were going to be our outdoors guy but um Uh-oh. we might have filled that position dang over the weekend as uh jonathan ellerby was out on the high seas and he wasn't out there for sport. He wasn't just running the boat, Bryce. Oh. He was out there to get some work done. And I'm going to continue to stall until I can find the uh, posting. What did you say? Long John? Long Jonathan Silver is what I'm referring <laughs> to him as. I couldn't come up with a better name, so I thought that I like was pretty it. good. Uh, how, how much tweets have uh, well, been putting out since the weekend? ECU's been in the uh, regional playing a ton of home games, so... We got a lot going on. And oh, I Pirate Radio posted it. Yes, yeah, Pirate Radio uh, that I am looking through currently. Who's in tra- Who's is, Are all y'all in charge of the Pirate Radio Twitter? Or it's a just, group effort. Uh, do you have to log in or all y'all can be logged in on once? Um, you can you can have like multiple uh, logins on your like one device. Like I can log in on my account or Pirate Radio so you can choose but like if can you and chandler couldn't do a, a tw- like have access to the twitter at the same time we could oh yeah okay and you'll see a lot of times if a big story happens we will uh post the same story because we have mul- multiple people posting the same story uh-huh. so i'm we are doing a lot of stalling because i still can't find this damn thing what was it saturday or sunday uh, i don't know Hey, if there's no mm. pictures, it didn't happen. Ah, <laughs> oh, here we go, oh, Bryce, man. Is. What did he get? So we got... Oh. D- reeling it in. Wow. And oh, dang. He got backing down on it. Oh, yeah. Ellery said it took him a while to get that baby in the... Dang. You know, get him in. But it was a catch and release, I guess, because it was not... Did I he, don't know all the so rules. So was he in a tournament, or it was... No, he, he was not in oh, the tournament. Oh, he just went? Yeah. So there is now, for those of you uh, getting ready for the Big Rock Blue Marlin tournament, there's one out there for you. I wonder how. Uh, I mean, how gonna beat that? That one's probably about a. I'm gonna go. Oh, I need a better pick. Uh, that that's one. probably the best look. Yeah. 
what's your estimation on it my estimation is maybe like high 300s maybe maybe four okay all right i think compared to a well that yeah he got me there (laughs) he's got one up on you i know i always say this this is uh this is very superficial to me but i look at the like florida marlins miami marlins logo and Mm -hmm. pictures like that and then you see the actual fish and they're they're not pretty no no i mean they're like unique but uh yeah they they uh make them all colorful yeah, and, I, which, I mean they can be colorful when yeah but yeah they're not what they are so you doing any big rocking i don't know if i am this year or not um you got any buddies or anybody in it there are people you um know? jay will be in it okay. he'll be in it on uh fishing with diamond girl and then i got a buddy who will be mating on uh real country so there's a few players in the game he'll be mating what's that mean like one of the mates what do mates do uh rig the you know rig the you know rig the rods up okay um, you know rig the baits kind of a prep guy you know, yeah they do everything okay besides drive the boat obviously has jay ever uh won anything there he's never won anything on the big rock um he was able to re- obviously catch one but i can't remember if it was big enough to go to the scales i can't remember um but he has never won one maybe this year's the year uh, we'll talk more about that next week uh, because yep. it's, it's pretty fascinating, the whole thing. And mm-hmm. then you bring one in, and sometimes you don't know. Do you do you have a, a way to weigh it on the boat? Not a way to weigh it. They do uh, most of the time by length. Okay. They try and do the Because, I mean, obviously, you can get try and get a length, you know, on the fish while it's alongside the boat. Um, obviously, trying to get a girth measure, measurement would be pretty difficult um so yeah, most of the time the length and i can't even remember what the length and the least if it's, it's so long it typically will be in that weight range because it has to be i think four at least 400 pounds okay um to you know bring to the scales if not then you get penalized yeah that's what i'm um, saying like and it's a long it's trip in too right oh like, yeah 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 it's tough um because i mean obviously you got a live 400 some pound fish or bigger you know you're trying to get a pull a tape on um you know i mean obviously there's some captains out there who are just that good they yeah. can just they know how big it is i mean obviously so most of the time it's if they're real big it's pretty self-explanatory but it's if it's floating around that 400 mark you're kind of like okay is this 350 or this 400 you know because obviously in that you know pretty much 50 pound difference i wouldn't think stands out that big you know mm-hmm. that much in the water and all that so and i'm pretty sure the fish can lose a little weight if i'm not mistaken right. from the ride you know once you catch it to once it gets to the scales um if i'm not mistaken there so uh yeah there's a lot riding on it and um but a lot lot, lot riding on like what decisions to be made but obviously you can win a lot of money so i wonder uh, how much cheating goes on bryce if you nah, not they they're tight on that you have to if you win you have to take a Lie, what's the fancy word for lie detector test? Oh, the polygraph. You have to take a polygraph if you, if like, what? If, like if, if you, you win, if you win. If you either if you, I know for certain if you win. Oh wow! You have to take a polygraph. I'm pretty certain on that, and then some other you know instances you have to take a polygraph. And they have video, you know, um, video, you know, video, someone videoing um, while they're on the boat. So there's no cheating there, and if you take your gaff 
I don't know if they change the rules, but I know I've heard from Jay. If like you have your gaff and you go, as soon as you, if you cross the plane of the boat into the water, you have to hook the fish. You know, certain things like that <laughs> that uh, you know make it so you're making you know good decisions and the right ones. So wow, I, I always yeah. I watch a lot of dateline 48 hours like murder true crime shows Uh i'm fascinated by those listen to podcasts and i've always thought that i'd fail a polygraph whether i'm right you just i'd be too nervous too you know what i'm saying yeah because it does like heart rate or like anything like that but i yeah it's your name clip well, on my birth certificate, it's Clifton. What do you want me to say? Yeah. I don't know. What do I do? <laughs> you, I, I would be so dang nervous. I know. Even if I did nothing wrong. Right. But, yeah, uh, I've actually thought about it. I remember watching a video or something like this guy could trick the polygraph, and it was something right. like you tense up, like you do something every time the same. Or As long as you're consistent. Maybe, yeah, consistent. I, I knew know. they, if I was not mistaken, like I knew uh, that one thing, like you if you like flex your butt cheeks or something and throw something <laughs> off and like they put sensors in the seats now or something like that it's i remember that distinctly oh uh, man uh are you good at flexing your butt cheeks i'm doing it right now <laughs> hey everyone shirley i need you in on this too flex your butt cheeks let's flex those cheeks hmm <laughs> Chandler's uh, Chandler, not clinch. You're clinching. He's clinching. You're clinching. If you're in a polygraph and you got that, you're making that face. They're gonna know you committed oh, the murder. Yeah. They're gonna know you stuffed the fish. It. Yeah, <laughs> you stuffed the fish. Bro. I, don't, I don't see Chandler getting away with too much. No, I, I didn't. I didn't <laughs> stuff the fish. Nope. All right. I didn't know it'd take us here, but it did. Uh, while we're on the topic, Shirley, let's go and hit the uh, theme for Pirate Radio Outdoors and see what Bryce has been up to. Uh, because Bryce always seems to find himself around some water. The thing about Bryce, too, oh, man, what is this guy? He doesn't work. He's just living off Uncle Sam's dime and making everybody else. Bryce does a lot of his stuff, like, before the workday, after the workday, or, of course, the weekend. I guess hunting-wise, you can get a lot done, like, before you even clock in, right? In the past, not now, because you can't hunt, but... You said, hey, I got up early this morning to go look at turkeys or something. Yeah, I mean, you can, um, like, fish and shoot. It, as, as it gets, um, if it gets, you know, as light as it gets right now. I mean, I was up at 530 this morning for to go to the gym, and it was already, like, very visible yeah. uh, and light. So, heck, I could get a good three hours, you know, close to three hours in. You know, if I stop fishing at, like, 839, bam, yeah. and get back. But, um... I don't want to give you any ideas to make Anna mad at you on you know on my behalf. Oh no, you're so, good. Okay. Uh, um, what you been doing this week? Well, I did what I've been wanting to do is finally trout fish. Take my boat trout fishing. I did a Monday, but like a Memorial Day, but it wasn't the same because it was just I didn't catch anything. Where do you go trout fishing? Um, all over the 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 all over the Pamlico, the Noose Rivers, where and the Noose, the Noose and all that. Um, you know, is where I typically will go everywhere. So, um, Saturday, me and my buddy, we left We left the house at 4.15 in the morning. So, we got to the boat around about 5.30, was fishing by about 5.50-ish. And uh, he wore the trout out that same evening in the same island. So, we're like, well, heck, let's go back. Wouldn't you know, one of the dang netting boats... 
was was you know we were pulling into the to go fish and they were leaving the same the same spot and i was like you gotta be kidding me and uh because of that he my buddy only caught one little trout and a flounder out of there but wait that so, was the beginning hold on so a netting boat what is that is that like, like fishermen like commercial, net, commercial like guys it's all like legal like you, oh it's legal it's just a pain in the butt like yeah because they, they save some for us joes oh yeah we're, reg- we're regulated all these you know four fish yeah and uh you know yeah these guys have regulations but i mean the bycatch that gets killed i'm just not i don't know you. you know i'm not a fan of it but uh we didn't stop there that was early so we ran across the pamlico you know all the way across no we actually went to it ran it ran probably a few miles to another bay and then we shot across the pamlico just another few miles then went down the pamlico a few miles and then ended up heading back so we got to cover a bunch of water we ended up catching some trout on top water right. my buddy patrick um i caught some you know good, a few you know good sized trout but he caught um four trout three were 20 inches and one was 21 he caught oh, like man. 18 19 so and this was like all on top water so the top water bite is it's addictive i mean because you obviously you see your lure and then it's and then it's uh it's a good time but uh so it was a good day got to run the boat um got to run the boat a lot so it was fun everything went went good i gotta get my power pole fixed but other than that it was a good day good deal good to hear pirate radio outdoors with bryce williams here on pirate radio live shirley let's make somebody a winner on pirate radio live Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. All right. 317-1250. Shirley, what do you want to give away on this lovely Tuesday? Uh, how about a shrimp taco lunch courtesy of Chico's? All right. You ever been shrimping? No, I've caught shrimp in a cast now. Right? Do you keep them or do you... What do you do with yeah, them? Yeah, I mean, well, we use them for bait. Oh, okay. Catch, but I think we've kept a few. All right. There you go. Maybe a shrimp, shrimp that Bryce Williams called I love could shrimp. be in your taco at Chico's. 317-1250. What caller, Shirley? I'm going to go with eight. Caller eight. 317. There I am. We're back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back at Angel Oat. They continue to make customer service a number one priority. A local mortgage advisor is the key to your transaction success. The combination of their local team's experience and Angel Oat's wide offerings of products from standard conventional, government, and portfolio loans has something for every financial situation. For more information, call Talbot Green, Braxton Green, Joanne Weir, or or Wanda Hager at 751-2060. And congratulations to Mike Penuel of Apex, North Carolina. Walked away with a shrimp taco lunch courtesy of Chico's. Grab your amigos and head to Chico's and you can enjoy favorites like shrimp tacos, steak and chicken fajitas, burritos, enchiladas, ACP, and more. Plus ice cold sorbet.
places and Chico's famous margaritas are always available. For Mexican food and fun, it's got to be Chico's. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is your host, Clip Rock. All right, Bryce and I are talking about ribs. We always talk about food. Yeah. You would think we'd be a couple of fat guys, but no, we're both in great shape. Dang right. What are you laughing at, Chandler? Chandler. Over there, you're clenching your butt. <laughs> I am clenching my butt. Hey, I'm going to hook you up to a lie detector and ask if you think I'm fat. <laughs> what, no. if say, what if I say yes? Yes. <laughs> we'll see if you're lying. Yeah. Maybe you're lying. No, you're not fat. <laughs> right. Right. All right. Uh, let's hear from Bryson Worrell. He talked about being named a regional MVP. No, I mean, I couldn't do it without I mean, all my teammates and coaches. I mean, it was a complete team win today. Um, every win we had really was a complete team win. And just really proud of the guys the way we bounced back from yesterday. Like, obviously, we didn't have our best day yesterday. Um, but the way we showed up to the park today with our focus, it was it was awesome to see. All right. He is one of the more humble guys you're, uh, you're going to hear from. He's not going to talk about himself. Uh, he That's talked about for you. his – there you go. Yeah. That's a BW right That's there. That's a BW. Uh, talked about his big time dinger late in the game. Uh, let's hear what he had to say about it. Um, honestly, I thought I was going to get taken, coach. <laughs> but he looked down and gave me the he gave me the green light. And um, I mean, I was trying to keep it simple, uh, work through the middle of the field, not trying to do too much. And he left a fastball in the middle of the plate and put a decent swing on it. All right, I'm going to find the video and get Bryce's take on what happened yesterday. And uh, and here it is. All right, so late in the game, Coastal. And East Carolina has some guys that stare down home runs and things like that. Coastal stare down home runs, also bat flipped, you know, 10, 15, 20 feet in the air and a lot of stuff. So this is late in the game. East Carolina's got a commanding lead at this point. I'll just let you watch it, and then we'll talk about it. So here's Bryson. He's a lefty. He's a switch hitter. Drills it. Umpire comes up and... Gee. Hand on and gives him a, a not he's kinda he's forcing him down the line there, pushing him. What do you think about that? What did he do that to Coastal? The umpire did I'm glad you asked that, because the answer would be no. Yeah, it's bull crap here. <laughs> now he's doing it he it's out of the game's about out of control, doesn't want first of all, Bryson's not the guy to like look at the coastal dugout and make gestures right. like he's just gonna run anyway um but he's doing it to to kind of keep things calm which is okay but putting the hand on the back and like pushing him to first yeah not okay and like you said let's go both ways if you're gonna do it right yeah he did it to one and not the other so hmm. uh yeah are bat flips not uh are you able to do bat flips like that yeah really so when i went at the, the long one time i played baseball a long time ago i always got in trouble for slinging the bat after i'd hit i'd throw it and i hit the umpire one time and they called me out yeah okay what is this little league little or league. yeah I, you know what the, you bring back some memories there uh because they are very careful about where you put your bat after a hit in little yeah. league that's a, i yeah. always would throw it i Slow forgot about sling that. it <laughs> hit an umpire and got in trouble so as bryce was the one who bryson um he was the one who hit the left and the right handed in the same inning in the same inning yeah that's crazy. that's mind-blowing stuff right there how do you so he's amphibious 
<laughs> that's that's the word. How for in it. the world to sw- I mean to switch? Can he like throw left handed? <laughs> no, can- no. So that's I wonder why that is. Well, you you train for it. You you, oh. you train how to be a switch hitter because it it just gives you kind of more opportunities and yeah that you know you you see the ball better as a right-handed hitter when there's a lefty pitching because it's coming in on you and then when there's a righty pitching you hit left-handed because it's coming in rather than coming like to you oh so if i'm here and he's a left hand i could see you can see it it's not coming across your body it's coming into you kind of so you know what would be cool (laughs) this would be cool actually Uh if there'd be some way it probably wouldn't happen hmm. to see if I could hit, you know, a pitch by one of these to you guys. I mean, I I would love to set it up. Troy D talks about doing stuff like that all the time. We never do it. That'd be great. You would like to see, should we not start with somebody like me or Chandler first? Or are you ready to go and face a college pitcher? I mean, you're kind of taking a big leap here. Am I? <laughs> you had not played baseball in how many years? Long time. <laughs> and you're ready to face uh, Carter Spivey? Okay, I, mean, I don't yeah. know. I mean, I just before. I mean, <laughs> okay. I might as well. St- <laughs> you know, I might as well just go big. Go ahead, go yeah. big or go home. Don't put your toe in. I Dive mean, in, I baby. Mean, I think if I make connection, I think I, it would. That would be a, a be, success. Yeah, it'd be a success. No lie, though. Um, a friend, uh, I guess he was a friend of mine. It was Tanner Duncan. He played um, friend of the show. Fr- he was on the club team. Yeah, the and club played team. pro ball. He played pro ball as well as that. Uh, next level law several years ago i think he had just left i was like let me see if i can you know hit dude no lie i was scared of the ball like yeah, I'm he's throwing like 90 plus yeah like, yeah i don't know but he, i think he was in being easy he maybe was been like in the eight 80s. maybe 80s maybe high or something I was, was just, he a lefty i believe tanner duncan was a lefty. i can't remember but all i remember is that i've obviously never been pitched to and that is scary did you get some I got, contact i was kind of scared um yeah, I think I did. I think I eventually did. Yeah, took um, you a little while. But, you know, I mean, it'd be cool to do that one day. You know, give me some cleats so I can really bite into that dirt. Yeah. And obviously, I'm wearing a dang helmet. I'm probably going to wear a softball face mask. I don't want to get in the- Well, they're, pro- they're good enough. I mean, obviously, they wouldn't <laughs> hit me. But honestly, you could go pitch machine. You know, I wonder if Cliff, um, Cliff would be like, Let's see how tough this football player is, and like, you know, ding him a little That'd bit. That'd probably be something Cliff would. Yeah. yeah. I, oh golly. Get you I in the bet ribs. That hurts like a son of a gun. Leaves the uh, seams right there on your body for a marking of it. Dude, I bet that hurts. But I don't know, that was just some, that'd be fun to do one day. You just you, to see if I could. Let's say we're doing just BP toss to you. You could uh, you could hit a dinger, right? I mean, I think so. I mean, I did slow pitch softball one time, and when I realized, don't try and murder the ball, just let things come smooth and natural, smooth as fast. I mean, I smoked them. Yeah. Um, didn't do that one day. Yeah. You need that. BP. Your services uh, would be uh, really wanted for a slow pitch team. I'm thinking. Do you get invites a lot? No, I haven't got any advice. Nothing on like any kind of community basketball. Right. Really? Nothing. Dang. Nobody wants me, I guess. Interesting. All right. Well, we'll find you a home. All right. Uh, I, I like this. This is Bryson answering why the team didn't dogpile. After these regionals, you usually see a dogpile celebration. Mm-hmm. Bryson talks about it, and then you hear, you'll hear you hear Cliff as well. Uh, Shirley, this is cut three. It was kind of mentioned before, hey, we have more work to do. Like, 
yeah, winning a regional is great. It's um, a testament to how good of a team we are, but we got bigger goals and bigger aspirations for the rest of the season. One more question. For the and, that, and that didn't come from Coach Godwin, just like the conference tournament. Those guys, the, those leaders have made that decision, and, and the reason we are where we are is not because of, to be honest with you, the coaches, it's because of our leadership within our team and the guys managing the younger guys and making sure that they're understanding what our expectations are, and, and that's where we, why we are where we are today. All right, I like that. Uh, it was a very subdued celebration yesterday. Yeah, after winning that, I was kind of noticing that. Um, I kind of was expecting, oh, maybe the dog pile, but which is funny they said that, which I totally agree with. I mean, they, they got bigger aspirations than you know hosting a super regional, which is obviously a big deal. Um, but no, to them, I guess they're like, no, nah, I'm not satisfied yet, because that just reminded me of what I saw to, today on Instagram. It was like a. A video, you know, uh, uh, interview with Kobe Bryant, and it was during final, you know, the finals, and uh, reporters like, "Well, you're two, you know, it's two zero in the in the series. You know, why aren't you happy, smiling?" He said, "About what?" <laughs> he said, oh, "Why would I be happy?" Yeah. You know, and he said, "I'm not done yet." So that's funny that came up. Yeah, yeah. mission um, accomplished. With that, mission accomplished. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so one uh, of the great Kobe moments. Yeah. But uh, so that's cool that those guys have that kind of mindset. You know, they're they're not satisfied yet. Uh, Bryce was talking about the switch hitter and kind of fascinated by it. Uh, Josh on Facebook Live says Alec Burleson, one of the great uh, former Pirates here of recent memory at East Carolina, left-handed pitcher, lefty hitter, said he plays golf right-handed. What? That is strange. Because you got to assume you're going to hit the same and hit a golf right all the same way. Left. That's odd. Left, maybe How he doesn't. Does that even maybe he doesn't want it to mess up his baseball swing, so he just oh, hits yeah. a completely different way. I don't know. I, it is, how, I was going to say, my godson, who um, by the way, his birthday is coming up on Friday. Happy but, birthday, godson! Godson, <laughs> Jason. Oh, Jason. Um, he is left-handed, and he throws left-handed, but he bats right-handed. Hmm. That's weird too. Like. Maybe maybe he's a future switch hitter. Who wants to be normal? Yeah. I'm just a normal he can't, I know. I'm no, a that's the righty. funny thing. He cannot hit it from the left side. My dad does. My dad does everything right-handed, but he writes left-handed. Hmm. Your dad does everything right-handed, but writes left-handed. Mm-hmm. Why? That's, that's just that's strange. Why would he do that to himself? I have no idea. Do you think he chose that life? I think he went. To, I think he chose that path. I said, he said, "You know what? I'm going to go down the left-handed writer's But path. he throws right-handed. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Plays golf right-handed. I tell you what, humans are a strange species. I are swear, strange. we're we're weird. Two things I'm glad I don't do left-handed. A few things. That's golf. Why is that? I mean, I feel like it's difficult to find left-handed clubs. Is it not? Maybe more so. And then um, I'm glad I don't shoot my bow left-handed. I'm glad I don't shoot guns, rifles left-handed, because I think those are harder to find, too. Because this thing, if you have a left-handed shotgun, which I do make those, um, and you got to shoot a right-handed shotgun, when you shut the shell, that shell's coming across your face. And then, obviously, if you got a left, you know, right-handed rifle and you shoot left-handed, the bolt is, like, inside. It's not just a few things, yeah. Didn't Jimi Hendrix, like, he play, guitar play a guitar down. upside down because he was opposite-handed or something? I think I remember I th- hearing that. Yeah, I think that's uh, urban. Well, he did everything with the guitar, so I'm sure he did it. But all right, um, let's get with uh, Carver, Carter Spivey in here, Shirley. Uh, talked about his performance, five innings of great work yesterday. My uh, my whole thought process was get the boys in the dugout so we can start swinging it and uh, 
get the fans engaged, make uh, Clark LeClaire the loudest place on earth. Carter, when you were on the, the mound, I mean, just sometimes the guys would step out of the box, but you were just standing there staring at the, the catcher. I mean, what kind of focus level did you tap into today? Uh, I mean, nothing different than any other day. Just uh, trying to be aggressive, push the pace, make the hitters uncomfortable. Um, I didn't want them waiting on me when I was up there. So. Uh, and we like that. Uh, as a, a viewer, we want the game to, to roll, and Carter mm-hmm. Spivey is ready to pitch. Get in the box. I'm ready to throw it to you. So is that so when he says waiting, uh, obviously my whole baseball knowledge, I mm-hmm. guess it's simple. So what he said, why would the batter, so the batter waits on the pitcher or the pitcher waits on the batter? I think what he's saying there, he's not going to wait on me, is some guys like to – Walk around the mound, kind of slow the game down, get the batter a little antsy or whatever. Carter was saying, I'm on the mound, ready to go. Get in the box. Just Let's hammer him. Wham, yeah. wham. Yeah. Just like he was Work on fast. Sunday night when he says, I yeah. want the ball. He goes up there and he's ready to pitch. And I mean, as a batter, you can be in like out of the box getting practice swings and you look and you got your pitcher sitting there like ready to roll. Oh, it so kind of pressures you a little it bit. It kind of can yeah. get in your head to like, all right. You know. And it's kind of whatever momentum's going to. Like you'll see Tom's right. pitcher, if uh, three hits in a row, a pitcher might take a little more time and yeah. try to you know, make the batter think a little more. And then if a guy has struck out three in a row, you'll see a batter step out, call time. You know, try to get him off his rhythm. So, uh-huh. little things like that. All right, let's uh, take a break. We'll come back, wrap up this Tuesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Back after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Let's take a quick look at your stock market report. It was a good day. The Dow was up 264 points at 33,180. The NASDAQ was up 113 points at 12,175. S&P was up at 39 points and closed out the day at 4,160. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors stock market report. For a personal look into investing, call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors LLC member SIPC. Now let's head back to the show. Here's Clip. Uh, Clipper. I know, Bryce. Like, we talk during the break. and uh, yeah, I'm at, like, here's Clip. We're Nothing out of time. There. We're out we're, of time. We got to go anyway. Bryce, thanks for hanging out, bud. Hopefully, uh, we can be talking about East Carolina going to Omaha this time next week. Man, that would be cool. We'll also talk some Big Rock, Blue Marlin. Maybe uh, maybe we'll have a guest. Line us up a guest out there. I mean, CJ's fishing, isn't it? Yeah. Maybe if he's... Uh, on dry land we can talk to him figure out when the lay day is yeah all right uh have a good week man and we'll uh talk to you next week thank y'all for having me bryce williams mount rushmore of bwecu athletes joining us today shirley chan man we'll see y'all wednesday three o'clock on an all-new edition of pirate radio live so long everybody thanks for listening to pirate radio live an exclusive presentation of the voice of the pirate nation